Hello everyone, welcome to the 250th edition Woo. of the Charge Shot Gamescast. I am your unlovable host Ben, aka the Marvelous Ziggy, and joining me is first mate of this motley crew, Justin. What up, hype? That's all I got. Joining me is the man who's on the crow's nest, Tyler. You know who the 250th Pokemon is? That ho owe me money. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. God. I was like, I think it's Ho O, and then I realized the joke. Yeah, Ho O. <laughs> God, the show's over. We can't. The show's over. There is no easiest edit ever. Jesus Christ. Bye, everybody. That's two fifty uh, in the can. Good night. <laughs> and joining us, weapons master, senior connoisseur himself, oh. Mister Low Daniels. Hello, everybody. I'm so proud of you boys. I'm taking you off for ice cream uh-huh. after this. Right on. Uh, is it sherbet? Dad, correct me. It's whatever flavor you freaking want, bro. See, my dad went out to get ice cream and then never brought it home. So, uh, oh, <laughs> just bring the energy down. That's not very nice cream. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I I insulted myself, so let's just keep that band going. But. We are the Charge Shot Gamescast. We have been a weekly, well, relatively weekly <laughs> video game podcast since 2016, before my time. Uh, and now we are here celebrating 250 episodes of this wonderful podcast. And we have a lot in store for you. We're going to talk about some news, including a Nintendo fan who bought stock to tell off, tell Nintendo to make a new game of a certain kind, as well as we're going to be as a we're going to play a special game at the end. We're each going to do a draft-style game where we're going to make our own arcades. We're going to explain that more, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. But let's start off with what we've been playing, as per usual, because he is the first mate. I'm in a pirate mood. I've been watching uh, Our Flag Meets Death, so mm. excuse me. Uh, Justin, what have you been up to? Well, to keep the pirate mood going, um, one thing I actually have been playing is some Sea of Thieves. Um Ooh, so okay. my, my friends like started it. streaming that over the weekend. Well, they started streaming it last weekend, but I joined them this weekend. Um, I have a few friends that recently got into streaming. Um, shout out to Datfu Gamma and Sprek4. Uh, good friends of mine for, for very, hey. very long. Um, and I, I want to say I inspired them to start streaming. I don't know if that's the case or not. Maybe they're just like, oh, if he can do it, anyone can do it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I wanted to join them just take the credit. for... Uh, for some Sea of Thieves of the weekend, I hadn't played that game since like it was in beta, Sea of like, Nets. you know, back before launch, and it changed a lot. Like, it's very surprisingly technical considering it looks like a cartoon. Um, like, you have basically you know multiple roles to do on the ship, um, and a different size ship depending on how many people you play uh, play. So you have to like, you know, raise and lower the anchor. And, like, change the, the length and, like, angle of the sails. And um, have one person on the map, like, following where you're going, where you are. That kind of thing. Um, you have, like, a static map, map in your inventory. Like, the, you know, the full island map. And then you have kind of a zoomed in, um, like, closer view that you can actually follow kind of GPS style. Um, so you have to kind of reference both of those to figure out your next objective. There's no, like, you know, pinning the map and just following a, a beam of light. You have to actually, like, navigate. Um, and you've got one person steering. And then there's, like, the, you know, the uh, cannons on the sides, the harpoon, that kind of thing that you can all put in there. Um, 
we got into one uh, firefight against another ship and lost horribly. Um, it really sucked because we had actually just finished this like super hard boss fight on a beach. Um, this this like skeleton king, which is wrecking our business, and we kept coming back and like, you know, as long as one person's alive, he'll he'll keep the damage we've done to him. <laughs> um, so we kept you know launching mm-hmm. out there, attacking him again for a little bit, dying, coming back, and there was like a ton of treasure on that beach. So we loaded it all up. I uh, went back out to sea to go to an outpost to sell it all, and the ship came by, and my apparently murder hobo friends um, were like, "Come on, we can take this ship. It's not that bad." And they, the the people on it, were very good. Um, it was like a two person ship. You wouldn't think that you know it was it was going to do much, but um, it's Blackbeard and Whitebeard teaming up. Oh dear, oh, maybe. Gosh. Oh no, they know what <laughs> yeah. they're doing. Uh, so we started like trying to kind of line up to shoot the cannons at it. And um, suddenly everyone was dying. And it's like, what? We're, they, we're not even up to them yet. Like, how's that? One of them had uh, jumped off the ship and, like, like sneak swam up to the boat and, like, climbed up onto our ship. And it was just stabbing everyone in the back while they were at their positions. <laughs> just ganked everybody yeah. in the mid lane. Nice. So once we were all, you know, in, in like, uh, Davy Jones locker or whatever, um, like, basically the, you know, the afterlife where you have to respawn. um they started shooting at the ship. We, like, spawned back in as it was sinking. So we were focused more on, like, stopping the fire and, like, you know, scooping up the water <laughs> and, like, cl- like uh, uh, repairing all the hull damage as they were just hopping back over and killing everyone again. Um, it was brutal. <laughs> so we lost all the treasure, of course, um, and got randomly respawned at some island, which... The boat, luckily, was still, like, fully intact. Um, but they, you know, you hmm. lose all your stuff. And what was funny is it popped up with, like, a quest objective saying that you, um, uh, you, your generosity uh, knows no bounds as you assist, like, as you put treasure onto a, um, an opponent ship's vessel. And it's like, no, they, they robbed us. But, like, I mean, we're getting credit for it, I guess. So, sure. Generosity. You're welcome. <laughs> so yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But it's actually, it's pretty fun. Like, it's not generally my type of game. Like, I wouldn't go around, you know, playing it single player or whatever. But it was really cool. Um, for those who mm-hmm. don't know, it's made by Rare. So, uh, one of our friends, like, decked out the ship with a bunch of, like, Banjo-Kazooie-themed things. Um, there was, like, like a Baron Bird <laughs> uh, art on the sail. And uh, a Baron Bird, mm. uh, like, statue on the front of the ship. And, like, the cannons were kind of, um, like... Are you talking about the dynamic duo, Ratchet and Clank? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, the cannons were, like, blue and gold. And the uh, the thing that raises and lowers the anchor had a, a jiggy on top of it. Like, it was, it was really cool. Just aesthetically, mm-hmm. it was really cool. Um, Very nice. And... Uh, yeah, we, we found a few other things and went to sell them. Like, there's some, there's some systems in this game. Uh, all of your treasure has to go to specific merchants. So, like, we got to an outpost and we're unloading all the treasure and stuff. You have to take everything one at a time. Um, like, you can only hold one thing at a time. You can put, like, multiple small things into a treasure chest and then just grab that. But, like, if you just grab, like, a, you know, a gem or something, you're just holding this gem in one hand. 
and then that that that's it. You can't pick up anything else. And it's like, what? Pirates oh. have pockets. Oh. Why? <laughs> <laughs> you got more than two hands. Hopefully, maybe the other one's a hook hand. Yeah. Maybe you need a, a hand free for a weapon. But no, because if you take out a weapon, you put the thing away. So I don't know. It, it's weird. Mm. No, you have to put mm. it in your mouth like Zoro from yeah, One Piece. Sure. Um, but yeah, so the actual like mechanic of, of taking treasure to, you know, to sell it or whatever is not great for like a pirate game. Um, but exploring is really cool. Like working together to navigate the ship to where you're trying to go is really cool. Um, we ended up not completing any quests, but we found a, like a hidden treasure area. Um, there's like kind of like light, like beams of light, kind of like Wind Waker where you know that there's, like, hidden treasure underneath there or whatever. And sometimes it's on, uh, you know, a small, like, islet, um, and you have to, like, land and then just kind of, like, dig for treasure. Um, But the one we found happened to be underwater. So we went underwater and, like, we're swimming around and found this kind of, like, (laughs) monument, like, at the bottom of the sea, which was really cool in itself. Um, But I was like, okay, there's got to be treasure down here, but, like, it's just a statue and then, like, some coral and stuff. Like, I don't know what to do. Um, and I found a switch that, like, opened up a door leading into this like, whole, like, underwater temple. Um, and so you have to swim through and, like, solve this puzzle uh, that involves, like, um, uh, moving these statues in a certain order that they, like, you know, activate whatever. Like, they, I, I think they adjusted the water level. Um, but they're, like... Mm in different areas and you have to um, do them in an order that makes the, you know, that triggers the event. And uh, you obviously have limited time to breathe underwater. So you're swimming around trying to figure out this puzzle while also like going and grabbing, you know, the um, like, uh, like breath bubbles, you know, Banjo-Kazooie style. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was actually really yeah. cool. Cause like we were all working together in this puzzle. Like one person was like at the statue that kind of had the, you know, the guide of like what each, uh, each thing needed to be. And then the other ones of us were going to each statue and like moving it, you know, adjusting the, the pose of it or whatever to the position it needed to be. And then the other person uh, was like hitting the switch that activates it. If you get it right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like there, there was some really cool teamwork there when we actually worked together. Hmm. Um, after that, I apparently uh, made one too many bad puns and they locked me in jail. Um, which I didn't know was a thing. <laughs> like, there's a brig on your ship, and if the other people in your party vote... Man, I would be in there right? forever. Um, <laughs> if the other people vote, they can uh, put you in jail. And so my friends put me in jail. And so naturally, I tried to burn the whole ship down, because I was mad. Um, oh, of course. And then they're like, well, we're not letting you out now. You're gonna kill us. <laughs> so... Well, I hope you burned your yeah. lesson. Oof. Look, I only tried to kill you because you That's put me in That's what I said. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was really fun. I, I enjoyed that a lot. Um, so th- there might be more of that. I'm not sure yet. But uh, yeah. And probably my last weekly update on uh, Diablo Immortal. Um, because as a famous Avenger once said, we're in the end game now. Um, so... <laughs> I have actually beaten, like, the main story stuff. Um, like, gotten through the, you know, final boss or whatever. And cleared out all of the actual story objectives in the game. Uh, which was kind of anticlimactic. Like, without spoiling too much. Um, 
you like you have quote unquote a final fight and then there's like a cutscene that seems like it's going to be like a you know final final fight and then you just kind of go back to town and like have some dialogue and they're like well i don't i don't know what to do about about this so uh the story's over <laughs> and then it's just like the objective clears out and so and it's done and you're like but the 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 thing that just happened like what are we what are we going to do like i don't know just no man, just cut the credits. Cut the credits. Even credits. Like it's. A, I mean, it's a. You know, it's a live I'll game. Go grind a dungeon or something. Um, so yeah, now I am literally <laughs> just in the grind phase. Um, there is some kind of cool <laughs> stuff <laughs> in the end game. Um, like when you finish the main quest, you basically have no reason to stay in normal difficulty anymore. So you bump up because you're probably at like the max <laughs> level, which the level cap is sixty, and you just have paragon levels, which are basically like. Um, <laughs> Which are basically just like kind of little stat boosts you put points into. And um, from there, you move into Hell 1, um, which is up through, like, I think Paragon level 60 or something like that. Um, and so you can essentially do all of the dungeons and stuff again at a higher difficulty. Um, or there's, like, other things you can do. Um, so, like... What I found really cool is you you grab the bounties like the you know the daily objective things you can do that um, are just for grinding out experience and stuff. But while you're out on the field like doing these things, you'll find random like side quest objectives like you know people out there that need help with something. Um, so it's kind of these neat like organic quest markers rather than like you know go talk to this person and get the next quest. It's like you just happen to find things that could be fairly substantial. Um, hmm. Side quest <clears throat> discovered. It's Morbin time. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> um, and most of them are just like you know, a person's like, "Oh, I need your help with something." So you know, you go fight a, a horde of enemies, and then some big bad pops up, and you have to kill them, and then you talk to the person. And sometimes like they're like, "Oh no, it's too late for me," and they transform into a big guy. Like there's not there's nothing substantial about them, but it is neat to just wander around and find some cool like you know live quest that like you finish that one and then it's gone like you don't redo them as far as i can tell um and there's a lot more just like kind of uh random events that happen as you're going around um like you might be in an area and it it prompts you to uh collect something from enemies i forget like a, a specific example but um as you're fighting enemies you get this random collectible from them and then whenever you like fit like i think one of them says to uh uh cleanse evil so it's just basically as you fight things like the meter fills up and then when the meter's full some like uh stage event happens that opens up like a um i think one of them has you go to a tree and um when you get to the tree it like activates some uber boss that you like have to have other people's help with why did my light turn off? Uh-oh. You're talking about the trees. That's why your light came off. That was off. weird. <laughs> I was like, you got dark for some, for some reason. Um, and, oh my god. Okay, I think it's dead. That's fine. I don't care. Um, and yeah, anyway. Point is, uh, the world feels a lot more alive than it did when it was just like, you just have to follow an objective from, you know, area to area just to basically clear out the map. Um, 
now it's like you have all the areas completed, but people still need your help. So it's a lot more organic feeling. Um, that being said, it is very much a grind. And um, I'm basically just trying to finish up the battle pass because there's like two days left on it. And I want all the rewards that I paid for. <laughs> um, so I'm just kind of doing the same daily things that give you a lot of battle pass points. But there is some cool stuff there. It's just I don't have as much incentive to keep going because a lot of it is party based. And I don't really want to play this game with people that much. Um, I do when I have to. But some of it's arbitrary. Like there's these um, these like super uh, super powerful chests that like you have to have four people to open. And then they like, you know, spew out loot. But the loot's not that good considering you have to get four people together to mm. open it. And then like you open the chest and everyone just leaves mm. the party. It's like that wasn't worth it. <laughs> like if you have to get together to do a dungeon or something, sure. But yeah. Just finding this as a solo player and then it prompts like do you want to find three more people to open this chest with you? It's like no, not really. Um, but yeah, that that's pretty much probably all I'll say about Diablo Immortal. Um, I did really like the story in the end. There was some super cool dungeons. Um, one of the bosses you actually like, uh, it like tears up the battlefield as you go. It kind of like pushes you back. And then when you're like out of space, it eats you and you have to defeat it from the inside, hmm. which is really cool. Um, it's a super unique hmm. boss fight. Um, nice. But I'm trying to think. There's a few other things I've been playing. Um, Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, we we did our first to ten against yeah. Ben um, before the podcast tonight. Um, I feel like it went well. Um, I did my best, and mm-hmm. you did really well. I think. Yeah. Better than me when I fought in um, MK11. Yeah. Uh, it. I'll, I mean, a lot of it is just the you know. Ben is very good at fighting games. Like, even even no practice for a while, like, you know, I tried to get up to that level, and I held my own, but I didn't expect to beat him. <laughs> like, my goal was just to... He got around in, I considered... Yeah, exactly. My, yeah, you got some cross My goal was just to put up a fight, and I feel like I did that, at least. But it was, like, I think the most mm-hmm. fun thing about it was practicing. Um, I actually really got into the game again, um... I did a bunch of the towers. Back to the lab yeah. again. I did a bunch of towers, which oh, I... Oh, no. Back to the lab again. You messed up. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you were going to do more lab jokes. Um, no, that was I good. did some towers, which I'd never really messed with before too much. Um, but that's a great way to, like, just mm-hmm. unlock a bunch of cool cosmetics and, like, currency for the crypt. And um, admittedly, like, for every hour I would spend in the game... I would spend another, like, two hours in the crypt. So it wasn't super successful training, <laughs> but I was really enjoying the game. Uh, um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I was mostly focused on Fujin because I wanted to get good with one character. Um, mm-hmm. And so uh, today, me and Lo did some uh, did some training um, because he's getting into the game, too. I'm sure you'll talk about it. Um, but I wanted mm-hmm. to see how his Jax was holding up. And, I mean, dude gave me a run for my money. Um, like, despite only playing the game for, like, a, you know, a few days. Uh, but that's the thing. It's like, I'm fighting games are not my thing. Like, Mortal Kombat is the best I get. And that's still just okay. So, like, you know, it's it's great to be able to see people, like, get in and, and know it already because they're good at fighting games. Like, that's awesome. Um, humbling, but awesome. <laughs> 
And I'm just happy that... Oh, you think I'm good at fighting yeah. games. I'm just happy that someone else is, like, getting into Mortal Kombat. Because I love this series. And I'll never be the best at it. But, like, the love is real. And that's, you know, that's something I want to share. Not so much, like, For sure. be competitive. Like, you know, get super good. It's just, no, enjoy the story. You, like You don't want to be competitive with this game. Because a lot of the players hate Mortal Kombat. And they take their hate in the meta. It's not fun. I think it's that's just true fun. of another realm game. This game yeah. isn't fun. I'm gonna play as no. Garrus all the time. Garrus. <laughs> ask 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 uh, people who play MK who hate M- the MK game. It's it's top tier MK players. They hate their game more than anybody else. Yet they play that's it because it makes a lot of money. It's it's that's what funny. I s- that and Dragon Ball Fighters players. Mm. Everybody else is like, you know what? This game's bullshit, but I'm fine. Those two communities hate their fucking <laughs> game, but they'll play it at high level Fighters. every time. Really, fighters! Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have expected that from like a dra- I don't know. I don't yeah, know. it's a game's in the also. dumb, dumb state right now. Yeah. It's, it's always been in a dumb state since Shichi Goku came in. It's even worse, dogs. Even worse, but yep, a oh, little shit Goku. Mm. Yep, the little rat Goku. Little shit Goku. No thanks, dude. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's really all I have to say about Mortal Kombat. I just love it. Um, and I've been hearing rumors about twelve, so hopefully that happens. Um, it'd be kind of weird if that happened before, like, an Injustice 3, but maybe they're just not planning on doing one. I don't know. That's the rumors, yeah. but who knows at this point. Uh, but yeah, finally, uh, just briefly, I want to say, um, I was weirdly in the mood for, um, RPGs again, but, like, specifically Pokemon. I don't know why. Um, mm-hmm. okay, my light's dumb. And so I didn't really want to, like, just play another game that, like, I've been, you know, playing a bunch of times already. Um, like, there's so many, like, half-played Pokemon games I have. Um, which I found out on my phone, at least, I have, like, a, a partial save in uh, Pokemon Heart Gold, like the, you know, the DS remake. So I got into that for a little bit, but I was like, no, this isn't doing it. So I decided to check out uh, Pokemon Conquest. Um Oh, the new Mongos and the Yeah, game. so it's it's like a it's like a feudal like strategy RPG using Pokemon mechanics, kind of. Um, interesting. It's really interesting. It kind of gives me vibes of like the you know Pokemon Legends Arceus, like that like you know the, the the origins of the region kind of thing, but with different gameplay, obviously. Uh, but yeah, aesthetically, it's really cool. Uh, presentation's pretty simple. A lot of it's, like, talking head cutscene type things. Um, but the actual mm-hmm. combat's pretty cool. Because uh, it still uses the, um, the like, super effective mechanics and stuff. And essentially mm-hmm. the progress of it has you going uh, from, like, kingdom to kingdom. Um, taking down that kingdom's uh, rulers or whatever. And, like, absorbing their kingdom into yours. So you get access to, like, new shops and areas to explore and things like that. Um, and each one has, like, kind of a, you know, wild area, so to speak, where um, other, mm-hmm. like, un- unaffiliated... Uh, um, monsters? Well, they have leaders. Like, you're not really, like, catching monsters. You're recruiting the leaders that have a, mon- uh, a Pokemon tied to them. Um, but they might be out training it in some field or whatever. And you can go, and, like, if you beat them in combat, like, you can recruit them to your team, and then you get to use their Pokemon on your team. Um, but, yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's a fairly simple, like, kind of Final Fantasy Tactics-style thing, but 
so far, at least, every Pokemon only has one move, um, which is kind of weird. Uh, but hey. yeah, so like if it's a you know if it's a fire type, it's probably got a fire move. But the cool thing is like each move actually uh, works differently. So like you might have one that just hits you know one spot in front of you, or like um, I got I just got a, a fire type that knows Ember, and Ember hits like a space away from you. So, like, you can't hit the thing right in front of you. You have to, like, move back and then, you know, hit, like, two spaces away. Um, and then I got another one that basically uses a charge attack that hits two spaces away but can't hit if someone's in front of them. So, like, Ember kind of goes over the one in front of them and hits whoever's behind. But, like, this, I forget what this other move is called. Um, but you have to have, like, two spaces free in order to kind of do a charge and then you land in the space in front. Um, so they all kind of have their own quirks of like how they attack and stuff. And this, it's interesting. Um, I, I think it's very visually pleasing for a DS game. Like it's that kind of like isometric 3D with 2D sprites that a lot of the uh, tactics games used back then. And I really like it. Um, I'm not super far in or anything. But I guess there's like 17 kingdoms or something. Probably one for each type. And um, hey. I just right. beat the the grass one, um, but like you made that leader go touch grass. <laughs> yeah, but like each kind of you know kingdom or whatever has its own uh, uh, like terrain mechanics too. So like the fire one that I fought oh, um, nice. had these like fire pillars that would spit up every now and then, and like if one of your Pokemon was in you know a spot where a fire pillar came up, it would take damage for that turn. Um, and there were some areas that were, like, blocked by fire pillars that you can only get through if you have a fire type with you. Um, and there was, like, treasure back there. So I think they're they're intending you to go back to that area after you've gotten a fire type and, like, get the treasure back there. Um, and then the grass one didn't actually, like, your objective wasn't to beat the other Pokemon. It was to um, uh, take control of all the flags. So it was like a capture the flag battle, basically. But the only uh, leaders you can recruit are the ones that you take out. So, like, you're trying to, you know, capture all the flags and also take out the Pokemon that you want to recruit. Um, so this, there's some interesting mechanics in there, and I actually really like it. Um, it's just, it's a little simple in the in the combat, just because, like I said, there's only one attack per Pokemon. But I don't know if maybe you, like, unlock more later. That'd be kind of neat. Um, but they do have abilities and things like that that, you know, interact with the battlefield in cool ways. Um, so there's some, you know, some mechanics to it, but I would like it to be a little deeper. Um, but yeah, we'll see if I play more. Um, it was just kind of a, a weird, like, urge last week, and now I've had a three-day weekend, so I'm probably gonna, you know, ADD is a fun thing. <laughs> you just kind of go with the flow sometimes. <laughs> it's like, whatever my brain wants to play, I'll play. But, yeah, that's that's about all I got. T-Man! Yep, it is me, and over the past couple weeks, uh, a whole bunch of stuff uh, released in between each other, and I've been playing them back-to-back since then. Uh, The first game I wanted to talk about was Sonic Origins, uh, which comes with Sonic 1, CD, 2, and 3 and Knuckles, and I beat all four of them within within the first couple days of it launching. Uh, and I streamed the first one, and that was pretty fun. Um, 
at least in anniversary mode, um, those are the only modes that I played on. I haven't tried classic mode yet, but uh, there's a lot of uh, quality of life changes that I really do appreciate uh, for the old games. Like, for one thing, um, the new coin system, uh, you don't have lives in anniversary mode at all. So when you die, you don't get, like, game overs or anything, and you just go back to whatever checkpoint that um, you crossed before um, drowning or whatever. And another thing that the coin system does, um, if, uh, if you're going through special stages, um, and if you fail a special stage, uh, you can just try again for, like, another coin. Yeah. And it incentivizes you to get in the good endings for these games. Mm-hmm. Like, for Sonic 3 and Knuckles, since that has, like, the save option, you know, it's whatever, but for the other three games, it's a fucking godsend, because getting... Mm-hmm. 50 rings and getting through the special stages, especially in Sonic 2, to get all the collectibles, is pretty brutal um, in the older releases. Mm. Fuck you, Tails. Ruin you can just the turn them off. Not in story off. mode. Not in story mode. You, if you play story mode, you have to play with Tails. Oh, okay. Um, I guess I'll have to try it again later. Um, also, I will say, uh, Special Stage 3 in Sonic 2 can go suck a dick. That is the worst mm-hmm. one. I'm pretty sure Ben and I will agree on that one. I got all but saying, anyway, yes, everyone's at a cost, man! <laughs> but yeah, the payoffs worked it because Super Sonic is pretty dope. He breaks and, the game! Um, they actually reanimated his sprites in uh, Sonic 2 and 3, which is pretty neat. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> um, and in Sonic 3... Sonic 3's case, uh, they made the Super Sonic theme a little better. It's not as repetitive as the original. Although, uh, the instrumentation is a bit lacking, though. I will say that much. Um, let's see, what else was there? Uh, I do like the new cutscenes that they added for, like, the beginning and endings of, uh, these Those games. Those are really good. Yeah, they're super sick. And they all lead into each other. Like, when you beat Sonic CD... It leads into uh, the beginning of uh, Sonic 2, where that's Sonic cool. meets Tails for the first time. And that's cool. That's I like cool. that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten a shit ton of coins just by playing the game normally, and um, I haven't unlocked everything yet. Although I have gotten the good ending on most of the games. I haven't done it for Sonic CD yet, but I'll get, get around to it eventually. I still have to abuse the time travel mechanics in that one. Mm-hmm. Um... Aside from that, the only other game that I've been playing this week was another game that came out uh, in the past week or so. Fire Emblem Warriors, Three Houses. Um, it, Based on what you believe, this is not a sequel to the original Fire Emblem Three Houses. It's actually an alternate continuity because it kind of starts off for where the first game begins, except um, the main player character from the last game, Byleth, is a is a bad guy, and you huh. you start the game getting your ass kicked by him. Um, I won't go into the story too much, but I will say um, that Edelgard takes over uh, with the kingdom way earlier than the original game, and that was kind of jarring. And uh, pretty much the entire Black Eagle storyline, as far as I'm aware, anyway, is just the entire conquest of Fodland and all of their misadventures. But other than that, it's just Warriors gameplay, man. You go in with uh, a whole bunch of attacks, you beat up a bunch of soldiers, conquer territories, unlock a whole bunch of special moves, recruit new dudes, 
it's just a warrior games at its core and um it's just really cathartic just beating up waves of enemies and also getting a little bit of extra lore uh if you like the story of three houses because there is some new story stuff and even some new characters like uh Kaspar's dad is a non-playable character, and he's a big fucking Chad. I was not aware of that, so that's pretty neat, I guess. Um, that's pretty much it. Aside from, um, I've been playing some more Master Duel, of course, and uh, I finally finished the Skull Servant deck, which is a bit of a meme. Uh, so, so for those of you who don't know. Skull Servant is a classic Yu-Gi-Oh monster that was uh, in the original Legend of Blue Eyes White Dragon set for when the TCG first came out. It's an incredibly weak monster, really low stats, level 1, 300 attack, 200 defense, doesn't really do anything. But over the years, it's gained incredible support. Like, there are some kooky-ass strategies that you can do with this one monster. Like, The heart and soul of this is a monster called King of the Skull Servants. And his whole deal is he powers up by a thousand for every Skull Servant in your graveyard. And every other key player in this archetype, when they're in the grave, they count as Skull Servant. So if you have, like, 15 different monsters that count themselves as Skull Servant all at once, which you can do very easily, by the way, you can have a 1500 beat stick on your field in just a single turn... It's fucking crazy. I've gotten so many one-turn kills from this one strategy alone. It is kooky. You'd have to see it to believe it, man. So, like, is this be like the equivalent of me going into like high-level Street Fighter Five and picking Dan and beating? That's exactly with Dan? what it is. Okay, Pretty it's ba- it's basically Daigo playing as Dan. That's basically <laughs> what this deck is. <laughs> But yeah, wow. that's pretty much it for me. Lo, I know you got a lot of uh, daddy stuff to affect you, but you must have time for some video. I had some time for some video games, yeah. I actually, like uh, Justin said, I got into MK. Um, honestly, the last MK game I played was Deadly Alliance. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even really play it that seriously, because I was never really into MK just coming up as a kick. My parents were like, that game's too violent. So I'm just like, all right, cool. Same. So then I got older, and then I was just like, I mean, MK, it's a game. Cool, whatever. I'll watch people play it, but, like, I won't play it myself. But recently, I was just like, hmm, MK. Because it was on sale, so there was that, too, like the Ultimate Edition. So I picked, I picked that up. But then before um, actually playing it, I went and I watched, like, a, like a cutscene, like a movie of, like, MK9 and 10, just so I can get the story. And I was like, damn, some crazy shit happened. A lot of fun. <laughs> Most yeah, of it right. is uh, raiding fucking shit up. <laughs> raiding like, ruins everything. It's always sunny in like, Philadelphia. No, 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 wait. No, wait, no, wait, no, wait. Uh, Control-Z, Control-Z is like, no, nah, no, nah, Raiden, it's just... Nah, dude. Everybody hates Raiden. <laughs> it's just funny. Like, I'm watching it. I'm just like, why didn't you just do that instead of doing that? Like, what? <laughs> so it's just, yeah, it's just pretty silly. But I can see, oh, I can see why everyone's like... Because I, I remember like hearing like homies and stuff talking. I was like, yeah, Raiden fucked everything. I'm like, dude, did he fuck shit up that bad? That I'm like, he did fuck shit up that bad. <laughs> he really did. Oh, it's just like it's just like no, we gotta let Shao Kahn win. Liu Kang's like no, man, he killed my friends. And then it's just like oh, we gotta fight. Then the lightning is like, what have I done? I'm like bro, like, surprise you knew what the face. fuck was gonna happen. You shot lightning at the dude. What did you think was gonna happen? Come on. 
story stuff aside, though, I haven't uh, dug into the story for MK11 yet just because it's just the last couple of days I was just kind of binging all that. I'm like, all right, that's enough story. I'm just going to hit these towers. So I was just, like, doing the towers and stuff, earning some money and stuff, trying to just get used to, like, the inputs and the buttons and stuff like that. It's just it's really interesting because I'm not the kind of fighting game player that, like, pays attention to inputs and when I'm supposed to put them in. I'm like, button, 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 button. It's just, I'm just pushing buttons, dude, most of the time. But you can't really get away with that in MK, unfortunately, especially with Jax. I will say, I, oh, by the way, I did start by meeting Jax. I ended up liking him, so I'm going to stick with him. He's pretty cool. He's just kind of like, he just kind of just assaults people. <laughs> it's just like you either deal with it or you're just going to get assaulted. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And it's just like um, a lot of his combos end in like throws or grabs or whatever. So that's cool. He's got, this, he's got a command grab I was able to pull off. A couple of times, and I was like, "Oh, neat! I, I kind of get, I get it now." Because I was never really, like really like a command grab type of person. I was like, "Command grabs, <laughs> whatever, dude." So then I did it with Jax. Like, okay, okay, I feel the power now. I want more. <laughs> the way like most of his so, moves yeah, just have you like grabbing someone and like bashing their head into the ground multiple times. It's just like, oh, okay, okay, Jax, stop. He just <laughs> manhandles people. Gotcha. He's got the he's got the one the gotcha grab yeah he'll just mm-hmm. like hold you up then you just you could depending on what button you press you can just like fuck them up in different ways you could either like punch him in the face or like punch him harder in the face or, or throw him to the other side or just it's crazy it, it's a lot of fun though it's a lot of fun so it was mostly I was mostly just playing that MK just uh, trying to get into it it's a lot of fun I've only got like six hours in it so far but yeah it's a good game it's a it's a good change of pace for when I want to play something like less unga bunga style but i can still be a little unga bunga mm-hmm. style sure. <laughs> i just gotta learn how to block is my thing because i'm just like what do you mean there's like a yeah. button for blocking i'm just used to just i'm all holding back like an idiot i'm just like why aren't i blocking anything and it's just like, like at least in soul like, caliber it's one of the face buttons but for mk it's automatically one of the shoulder buttons and it's weird yeah and that's throwing me off because i was using a fight stick too and like the shoulder buttons are like the ones that are like way off to the side so i gotta like hit it with my pinky and it doesn't feel good so i gotta figure out some other type of situation with my hands but but that aside though like game's fun and just yeah it's a lot of fun um other than that i've just been kind of after playing that strange i'm just like okay i want to play marvel now i want to go back i want to go bunga back so then i hopped in the lab i was just practicing some combos with Interestingly enough, I um, just picked X and Zero, and I just hopped in. And I was like, "Oh shit, Zero's, Zero's got some mm-hmm. good buttons, dude. Let's go!" And um, so yeah, I was just uh, trading that up a little bit, just trying to get some air, some air combos in there. Because like I, um, I drop combos left and right. Like I'm good at like comboing, but like stringing them all together, like whole different story. Like like if I'm doing a combo, I'm gonna drop it eventually. <laughs> so that's the thing I'm Same. working on right now. Um, I also, like, found a nice little kind of loop, I guess, that you could do. Because I noticed that a lot of the, specifically, like, the air combos and the launchers and stuff, a lot of them are universal with a lot of the characters. They just do, some of them do different things. So it was just, like, between X and Zero, I got, like, a, I, like, did, like, my launcher. Then I did my air combo, spiked him down, switched to Zero. He got in there, continued, launched him back up, and then chased him a little bit, and then switched back. It was, just, it was pretty cool. Like, once I was able to, like, pull it off, I got, like, a 23-pick combo, which is the game told me I'm awesome, so so there's that. But nice. but yeah, other than that, it's just uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. Just fighting games of all things. Interestingly enough, it's funny because like I just because uh, I was um, not this week, not last week, but the week before that, 
I was like really sick, like super sick. So I didn't feel like really playing anything. So it's interesting that of all things to get into, like after like being sick, is just like, oh yeah, fighting games, like just all that brain power and stuff like that. But, but it's fun. It's fun. And like I said, MK and Infinite are just, they're different enough games where I can just like go from one to the other and like not feel burnt out on it. So, but uh, yeah, other than that, it's, that's all I've been doing game wise. Um, Quick little side note, I have been binging a shit ton of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I actually started watching it when I was sick, and then I was like, whatever, I'll just have it on in the background. If I fall asleep, I fall asleep. But then there would be, I got so into it, just like, I'd like nod off during it. So I'm like, fuck, I nodded off. I gotta go back, because I missed some shit. I know I missed some shit. So what did you do this time? <laughs> exactly, exactly. in uh, English or Japanese? I'm just, I'm watching the dub. I don't give a fuck. Okay, okay. <laughs> So I'm watching the, it's interesting, I'm watching the dub, but then I am also have it with like sub, uh, subtitles on or closed captioning, but they're, they're subtitles. So the subtitles are not one-to-one with the dub, so like, they'll, some of the stand names are, like, a lot of the stand names are like music-based, music-themed and stuff, so they're like, they'll literally be named after like, you know, like an album or like an artist or a band or something like that. So like, the characters would say one thing, but then the subtitle would say another, I'm like, what the fuck so like every time I see a new stand introduced I'm just gonna like what is the original name I don't want this localized shit other than that though like I the voice acting is pretty good and it's pretty good for English voice acting it's pretty consistent too like a lot of them all the main characters especially they're good like I mean there's like there's gonna be like a couple of side characters there's also a couple of like lines and just anime that are just kind of stinkers once you like translate them they they just don't work and just like the fuck did you say? Why did you just yeah, say Yeah, some of the things the that they translate the don't work as well in English as they do in Japanese. Like, the Pongsu Monomie in Part 3 doesn't work in English. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But other than that, like, there's some there's some pretty good uh, some pretty good voice actors in there. Like, uh, Matt Mercer was uh, Joe Turo. Um, the goat. Billy, Billy... Billy Kamitz. Uh, yes, yes. He was uh, Josuke... May he rest in peace. It's just, I just started getting into stuff like that he was actually in. And then I learned about, you know, his unfortunate passing, which is a terrible shame because he's, he's got some talent. There's a lot of really good, talented English voice actors out there. I don't feel like they don't get enough credit. But also another thing about this is like, it's interesting enough to me to where I'm ready to like rewatch it just subbed too. So honestly, if you're wondering like which version, just do both. One and then do the other later. Like JoJo in general, like is just like a pretty cool anime because it's not like there are some fights where it's just like, oh, I, I hit harder, so I win. But but then like most of them actually is like, oh, I gotta like think about this shit. It's also and, so like, absurd. Work around the enemy's abilities and like it's almost like a fighting game sort of. Like only you're like going. It's like every episode is a new matchup and it's always a character you never fucking matched up against before. Would you believe so you that to, one like, of my favorite battles in this entire series is a gambling match and that not a single punch is thrown in the entire battle? That's true. That's very true. That was actually that was probably one of the most tense ones too, just because the stakes were so high. But <laughs> but yeah, if anybody out there is just wondering, should I watch JoJo's Bizarre? Yes. You should. Yeah. It's very bizarre. It's gonna be weird. There's some weird shit. It's in the name. Like, get over it. It's and just, just watch it. It's you're either gonna, you're either gonna love it or you're not gonna love it. Um, I've only seen up to I'm like the last four episodes of part two, and like I was like, this is just dumb. This is. Here's the thing, though. It starts to get like exponentially better after part two. Yeah, so, like, that's that's what I hear. Okay, get this. So part one and two is like 
Street Fighter 2. And then 3 and up is like alpha and then like everything after alpha. Yeah. So, yeah, it gets real in part 3. Like, it's just, it's so good. You just have to watch it. You just have to watch it. Because it's will, just, oh my gosh. It's a fun show. A lot of anime. It's a fun ride too, and even like if some parts of the show have been like spoiled for you through memes and shit like that. Like for me, it's like the journey, like watching like all the stuff that leads up to like the big moments and the big conflicts. So it's just like obviously they're gonna beat the bad guy, they're gonna beat the big bad. It's just how the fuck do they do it though? And they, I don't want to say they string you along, but they keep you on your toes, definitely. It'll be like, oh, he's totally got away with this move. He's like, ha, 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 I did this thing. It's like, how the fuck did he do that? It's just like, that's just one of the things he can do. That's <laughs> just, just something he can do. So it's just like, and it's, it's fun, too, because, like, again, like, a lot of these are like, okay, we just met, now we're going to fight. You know what I mean? So it's just like, well, okay, so they can just throw shit at you like that. It's not yeah. like, there are times where it's just like, I'm going to explain, like, my moveset to you. Because it's, it's anime, whatever. They, they do that occasionally, but they don't, like, overdo it. Like, it'll, they'll explain, like, the basics and stuff like that. It's like, ah, this is a melee dude. He has this kind of range. He can hit really hard, and he's really fast. That kind In of the shit. case of Pet Shop, who is a bird that cannot speak, just have the narrator speaking hawk facts. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was fun. That was a lot of fun. But, yeah, long story short, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, top-tier anime. Check it out. I'm, I'm going to check out the fighting game, too, when it drops on Steam, because that looks, like, fun, too. Too bad it doesn't yeah. have rollback in the code. Nope. Mm. No rollback? Sag. No rollback. It's Namco, bro. It's I got cold all of a sudden. I'll wait for the bargain bin on Steam to play it single player. Um, and I'll get that shit to you. Or at least with Tyler, because <laughs> uh, we're close, so it won't hurt that much. But delay base. Ben and Amco. I honestly just want to go through all like I just want to go through all like the, the battles and shit versus all like the enemy stand users and all that kind of stuff because they're just there's cool fights they're cool fights and it'll be really dope to like recreate them do some fantasy matchups or whatever you know the sure. more characters I learn about them it's like I'm gonna play as them if they're in the game I'm gonna play as them if they're in the game I'm gonna play as that level yeah, idiot Joe Joseph Joe. y'all still weeping your next line will be oh to you. <laughs> Love that. He should dumbass. do the oh my is he god. A genius? Is he stupid or is he fun or is he? Yes, uh, it's, yes. He's just all the above. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, I think that's why I don't want to continue because I just love this dumb idiot so much, and I know it's not going to be. There's even more. You get more Joseph though. Oh, you get more Joseph. You get a lot more Joseph in part three. Yeah. Okay. He's more or less you... like the leader of the group in part three. Okay, I thought it was the Jotaro kid who takes over, but okay. All right, oh, cool. The JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. The JoJo Spire virus spreads evermore, and then I think <laughs> Stone, Stone Ocean got uh, announced the second another batch of episodes for like August. Or I'm something. excited. Wait, nothing else. This. Watch part three. Just give give it a chance. Like part one and two was just kind of like it was more like a prologue kind of. Like yeah. the mean potatoes is like three and forward. Okay. Um, so I have been playing a lot of stuff on the Capcom Fighting Collection that Capcom put out, and goddamn, uh, number one, it feels good to finally play Street Fighter 2, uh, in a nice. online functioning matter, um, because the Anniversary Collections online was ass, and it, 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 it um, especially compared to this game, and this is Hyper Street Fighter 2, which is really fun, because with Hyper yeah, Street Fighter 2, you can pick every version of that character, that of Street Fighter. So what's cool is that the Intract mode, you everybody remembers the super tr- the the, uh, the new challengers intro, it's where you jumping up and down and you know, this adult, exactly, mm-hmm. yeah, they recreated for Smash. And this time it shows the World Warrior, Champion Edition, tur- uh, da- uh, Turbo, 
new challengers, super turbo, and then it's like new hyper edition. And I'm pretty much I don't know why, but I've been playing Guile in this game since it dropped. I just like charging Sonic. Huh? Yeah, I guess I I don't know why. I just like chucking Sonic booms, standing medium kicks, crouching medium kicks, occasionally a heavy kick if I'm feeling nasty because that shit does makes the character throw up and it's a little good stun lock. And I just like flash kicking people out of the air. It's great. Um, I had <laughs> the most insane round ever in, in it where like I fought this bison and like I caught him with a flash kick round start, jumping heavy kick, and then like crouching light punch, flash kick, instant stun, and I threw him for a perfect... Uh, for a perfect, I'm like, what just happened? How did I do that? I, I was. It's like, even better because you were against Bison too. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Bison. Does this game have replays? It doesn't. Shit. Uh, it's like oh, add that, patch that too. in there. So like, I just remember that I played the most perfect like Street Fighter Two ever gonna play. But in addition <laughs> to that game, uh, is the the draw of that collection is not like Hyper Street Fighter Two. That's more like a bonus. Is all the Dark Soccer's games? So Dark Soccer, Dark Soccer's Night War, uh, Night War's Revenge, mm. Vampire Savior, Dark Soccer's Revenge Two, and Vampire Savior. See, Dark Soccer's is a fucking weird naming terminology because monster waifus, got here. monster waifus everywhere. You know, it's funny you say that. So I've been playing that game, and the competitive standard for Dark Soccer's is Vampire Savior. That is like the game that people play. Nobody plays Vampire Savior Two, which is like the the, the like the next version. Vampire Savior is like the vanilla version mm. of, of that game. It's it's weird. Um, and interesting enough, the two characters I've been drawn to in that game have been uh, Rollbath, because I played the Japanese version, that's, that's the merman, handsome merman, and I don't know why, I just like how he plays. His standing heavy attack, his standing heavy punch, he's, his head literally turns into a buzzsaw. That's his standing heavy punch. The amount of animation nice. in, this, in, this, in these games, like I've always seen them play, but it's nothing to have them played. And I have played a lot of fighting games in my life. I have played so many. I have never played a fighting game like Darkstalkers where it is literally bell to bell action. Bang, bang, bang. It is like, I thought KI was fast. No, you have to be on your toes for Vampire Savior. Even so, mm. if you've never seen this game, most games you have like, like I'm used to Street Fighter, you know, you know like neutral, slow walking back and forth. Whiff punishing. Mm -hmm. Ain't none of that. I'm gonna be the Dark Soccer is like I'm gonna be in your face and you best believe you're gonna be in my face. It's gonna be all It's Street Fighter night. Alpha. I'm gonna bunger the game. Yeah, and and so like even to this point where how the game just wants you to keep playing, there is no round like round in, black screen, reset to neutral. No. It is you're you're down, ready, fight, and you're instantly fighting again. And it's just like, oh god. It's like in it was like if you ever played basketball and your coach ever had you do suicides. And, like, again, mm. and he's like, fuck, I just did this again. What the hell? Oh, God. Okay. And it's like that, but it's so much fun. Like, I love it. I it's I, I don't play it a lot. Um, and, and, unfortunately, from what I understand, the PC, every version seems to have trouble with matchmaking where, like, it takes a long time to find a, ma a match. Hopefully that – I know that's not, like, a, like, a, like, a, like nobody's playing it because people bought this game. I just think it's like a matchmaking issue, so hopefully they can patch that at some point. Because I would like to play this game more, but it takes forever to find a match. Um, but that means said the single player content is there. Actually, there's like achievements for uh, like every game, and there's also individual character achievements. This game challenges you within the game to beat every single game with every single character, and you get a little token of appreciation for it. So like, if you're a completionist, there you go, you can do that. Um, and then there's nice. like achievements. So there's like a, there, there's and the, the museum's great. But those are the two games I've really been pl I've, I've really played. 
Um, vampire- does that have I Red Earth? Yes. It does. Yeah. That one I haven't dialed okay. too much into I remember into it hearing a lot about that game, and I just never really saw a lot of, of like action from it. So that's cool that it's in there. Yeah, it's in there. And it's online, too. All the games are online. Nice. I, I've, I've played a little bit of offline Vampire Savior. Oh, not Vampire Savior. Darkstalkers 1 and 2. Um, you know, like, so basically like the, the World Warrior version of that game. And that's also super fun. But online, it's like it's like all people are only playing like Vampire Savior or or Hyper Fighting, which is fine because those are the games I play. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, th- besides that, I've also been diving into the Sonic Origins collection um, or Sonic Origins. I guess it's just called that. It's not called Origins collection. And I've been doing Story Mode, which basically you play through Sonic One all the way to Sonic Three Knuckles in one seamless fashion. Um, there are no breaks. You have to play kinetically with Tails. So yes, you do have to if you do play that mode. Be aware, you have to do the this. God damn it, you have to do the special stages with tails. Luck, think I and for the first time in my life, in like in my life, I can finally say I beat Sonic Two, got the good ending. I beat the Death Egg Robot. I had to watch a tutorial how to beat the deck the, the Death Egg Robot because wow. it can be kind of tricky if you're not if you don't know how. I've never gotten that far. Um, outside mm-hmm. of like um, when I streamed it earlier this year for a couple months ago for Sonic 2, we got up to Metal Sonic, and I was like, I don't know how to beat, I don't know how to beat this guy. What the fuck do I do? Um, and it's just you patience. Him in the head. It's not that hard. It's just patience. It's just it doesn't. It's hard. Okay, it's hard. Leave me alone. But I did it. <laughs> um, but I, what? You don't get no rings either. No yeah. rings. Yeah, you do it in one hit, which that's also hard. Um, but also have a new appreciation for the Sonic CD and just how weird that game is. Because not, it's not about going fast; it's about traversal, uh, and, and traversal, and um, and basically speed puzzle solvement, which is actually really unique. I don't know if it's done the best, way, but it's just so good, and the music is so awesome. And I love the special stages. I actually got all the time stones in that one, um, so I got nice. the good ending by default. Um, so, like I, when I first played Sonic CD on the on the PC version, I bought it like years ago, even on my old PC, because like of course it's, it's going to be able to run that. Um, and like I was like I got the bad ending because I saw I had to do the the egg the the metal Sonic fight and the and the, the future was all dystopian. I'm like what the fuck happened? What did I do? Um, and so I think you get the good ending if you get all the hyper stones by default. So if, even if you yeah, don't all destroy- the t- all the time stones and uh, you also have to beat up all the robot generators and metal Sonic projections in the past. Yeah, yeah so yeah. that that's uh, that's all, that's like the trivia part which might throw people off on that game because it's not like. I mean, you can play Sonic, like, just go forward to the goal, and you're kind of missing the point of the game, but um, I think it's still super cool because it's, like, it's exportive Sonic, which is a little, it's a little weird. I don't know if it works all the time, but it's still it's still a lot of fun. Um, it's definitely experimental, but it does set a precedent for adventure onward. The only thing that's kind of killing me is Sonic 3, and that's a pain to say that because I love this game. But I love. I feel like I, I just. I'm gonna just start saying I love that game until I get past until I get to fucking Carnival Night Zone. Then that game just for starts. For me, it's Sandopolis. Uh, I hate. I hate Carnival Night Zone. I hate Carnival Night Zone just because it, it does everything to stop your momentum. And there's a big controversy with this game, and we're gonna talk about it uh, as well. But um, they changed the music for three, the three basically the last zones for Sonic Three because of the association with Michael Jackson, Carnival Knights, uh, Launch Base, and Ice Cap. Now, Ice Cap and Launch Base, I do not believe sound bad. They're definitely different from what you used to, but they don't sound bad. I don't know mm. what they did, but Carnival Knights, so Carnival Knights sound had the, you know, very, you know, very cool, like, catchy, like, Carnival theme. 
I can't even explain it, but this might be rude, that that but is. this this is how it sounds. It sounds unfinished. Like, it sounds like they had something, and it just, it sounds off. Like, I don't know if they were trying to replicate the Genesis sound to it. Uh, I don't mm. know the history of these, because I know these were, like, the original tracks, like, on the PC version or something. That yeah. When, and so, like, but like, something happened to Carnival Nights specifically, and it's just awful. And when you combine that with shit just... Ding, 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 all the time, and you're getting trapped by shit. It's just like, oh god, just get me out of here, yeah. just get me out of here. So, uh, but Ice Cap is fine. Ice Cap, I think, is really catchy. Um, and Launch Base, I, I, I haven't gotten there yet. So, um, but fuck, man, that's like the worst part of the game for me. I hate it. Uh, and unfortunately, I, I kind of remember the like, fuck. I don't know where all the fucking rings are at. I have no idea. I have five of the chaos. There's symbols. a lot in that game, like yeah. just in general. And so I I got there's four. like a shit ton of them in there. A lot of them are hidden. I, I found I can find up to four within the first two zones, and that's it. I can I found I can never find it in Hydra City. I can never find it after that. I found one in Carnival Nights. I uh, I, have to, I have to find two more before I beat the game. Before I beat it, so I can get the mm. hyper. What you can do is uh, you can just beat the game normally, and you can just reload a save and uh, just go through the not same in story mode. In Angel Island zone. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can do that. Obviously, I can do that when you do Sonic Three and Knuckles normally, but in story mode, it is just. Phew. Uh, it auto saves mm. for checkpoint, but it's like it, it, there is no save option or anything. There's no start menu. It is like bridging all the games together. Uh, but it, it, it's so good. It's just that's the version I'm playing. So I just you know, it is what it is. Um, besides that, uh, I have finally played Far Cry Five, and I hate to say it, I can't play it for long because my head hurts way too much. In fact, I'm. St- I'm still dealing I'm with it um, a what little FOV bit. did you play at? I, it was on the console, so whatever the default was, I didn't see a settings for it. Uh, like, I was feeling Not fine for a little bit. I, was, I, like, I didn't want to deal with Ubisoft Connect. I was just like, I don't want to fucking deal with you right now. Um, like, the game, was, the game was fine. I liked the whole open, like, aspect of it. And, you know, like, there's a lot of ways to handle things. Um, stealth, shooting. Um, I like how the vehicles control the missions are cool, colorful characters. Like, it's it's a fun game, and I'm glad I'm playing it finally. And I'm probably still going to play it. I wanted to make it a stream game. That didn't happen with how my head was throbbing on yesterday. And even today, I was like, let me try it. And I, I pushed probably where I shouldn't to the point where I actually did have to lie down for over an hour. I'm like, all right, I need a, I need a rest. Otherwise, tonight's not going to go well. Um, yeah. But it's it's good, though. Like It, it feels good. Um, I just need to take it slow with that game which is painful but it'll be there for a while since it's just showing up on Game Pass so I don't have anything to worry about it'll keep me busy one thing the one thing the Far Cry games do a lot is if you do any sort of action like the camera there's a lot of head bob with the camera so it's just like you yeah. do something like open a door and then like the camera's doing all this crazy shit it's like dude he's reaching for a fucking door <laughs> <laughs> it's just and it's just like there's all this extra shit and it's just like yo it's the sense of movement I should make that some, for some people it just makes it just either makes their head hurt or it gives them like motion sickness or something and it's just it's bad a lot of games you can turn off like the view bobbing and stuff but some of it's just in there enough to deal with it unfortunately yeah uh and the last thing um i it's obviously uh game summer sales so like steam and switch every every system is happening so i mostly bought for switch stupidly uh because even though i'm going to uh you know it's gonna be my my switch for the rest of the year will be a xenoblade machine uh, effectively uh, starting at the end of this month but I was like you know what fucking buy a couple of things for Switch so I got Neon White that first person shooter game or not first person shooter but first person action platformer 
Uh, but the I always have the big one, the big like you know it's not that much of a discount, but I want it and I will justify my means to get it. So I bought Lego Star Wars to Switch, um, and uh, <laughs> the opening always gets me because it's like it does like a montage of like through the movies and you hear the score yeah. playing. And, like, you hear the forest team, I'm like, oh. And they're all Lego characters, but, like, I, I like, I, like, have that suspension of disbelief. Like, I'm just watching Star Wars. That's all this is. And, like, it, it shows the screen, and all of a sudden you hear, da, da, da. I'm like, fuck, every time. It's great. Uh, and I'm doing this in chronological order, which may have not have been the best to do, but maybe just, I'm getting the prequels out of the way first. Um, so I'm Same. being a fan of Menace. And it moves really, really fast. It, it do, I don't think, considering there's nine, basically, chapters, I think it's like about maybe two hours per movie, possibly maybe maybe more or less depending if you do open world stuff, and it's if you have That's access to if you have access to the character that can unlock the other stuff. Like I've already found stuff I can't do because I don't have the character class, which you can um, upgrade characters in this. So like I thought you could upgrade characters, but it's more like you have Jedi's, you have uh, bounty hunters and stuff like that. So, um, mm-hmm. but I just did the pod race with uh, Anakin Skywalker, and that was a lot of fun. Um, it didn't have any music, oddly enough, uh, racing through the Boon to Eve classic, but um, it did capture sort of like that speed you're going through, and there's actually timed events like in the movie where Anakin loses the coupling cable. You have to, you have to basically, it's like almost like a quick time event where like you get to hover over where that thing is, press Y, and it recouples it, and then it, it's really cool mm. how it controls, and you can go through the ramp that shoots up. Like it, it I was like, am I gonna actually gonna be able to race in the Boon to Eve classic? Um, and like it's it's actually really cool. You don't get to fight Darth Maul though, which kind of sucked. I was hoping that to be a playable thing. It's just a cutscene. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But now I just arrived on, on Coruscant. That was like the last thing I did. But I I'm very happy with it so far. I was gonna buy the deluxe edition because I saw oh you get the Mandalorian, you get Baby Yoda, you get those other characters, and I was like, well, do they come with their own like levels? And they don't because I was expecting they were because in huh. Marvel Lego Marvel two. Uh, and they're like three bucks. They're like they're not even that expensive as characters. Like if I really wanted Mando, I could just buy him, you know, for I thought even that much. Um, mm-hmm. But like in Lego Marvel two, some of those characters, not all, but some of the characters came with like their own level. They weren't very long, but they were like a level. I was like, okay, Mandalorian's gonna get his own level, and it doesn't look like he, based on the price, it just wasn't worth it. So I ended up being cheaper, just getting the mm-hmm. base game, which that's more than enough content info as it is, considering how many characters there are. Um. Yeah, so Lego Marvel 2 is a, a, a good, good, good time. Oh, I finally, I'm trying to beat Drango Strategy, and I had a really difficult fight today on a bridge. Uh, where, like, like you I were on a bridge, or the fight was on a bridge? The, well, yes. Well, yes. <laughs> yes. It was 100 <laughs> degrees, I was sweating, my battery was dying, it was intense. Um, I lost all of my heavy hitters, like, within, like, towards the mid-middle part of the fight. So I'm literally just down on my Spellcaster, my old Master-Roshing-ass Archer, and, like, I somehow, with a lot of luck, I think, uh, defeated um, uh, the two two generals who are holding the the city of Glenbrook's uh, kingdom hostage. So that was it. It was it's hmm. like basically the battlefield is as tall as as big as my as my screen is right now. It's, not, it's so small and intimate, but it's very difficult because their side had like three spellcasters who can cast thunder and heal. It was very difficult, but I did it. I had a shear hmm. of my teeth. Um, and so what's great now is that previously I had flooded the city. 
I made the choice. You had a cho- several choices of how to attack the city and basically make it easier. So I chose to flood the city. So I broke a dam. And now I'm finding out the people... I mean, I knew this, but the characters didn't know this. That the people of my kingdom were doing... They weren't like under tyrannical rule under S-Frost. They were doing pretty okay. They were like, you know, this isn't bad. You know, like we have a queen. A puppet queen, but they didn't know that. But like, we're not... We're not enslaved. We're living our lives. It's fine. Everything's fine. And then their whole town just got flooded because we had to win the kingdom back. So now we're like... Well, damn. Yeah, now we're like... "Mm." (laughs) Listen, I... So, like, I kind of, like, and, like, the implication is, like, it's sending a message to Esther, so we won't do anything to fuck you up. I just fucked up my own city. What do you think I'm going to do to you? Um, so now everything's <laughs> coming to a head. You have Hyzant, who is now, Hyzant has been helping you, uh, which is basically the, uh, like, Middle Eastern uh, delegation of this game. They are, they are basic, basically, they made my, the main character... Of a puppet member of the Satan Seven, which is basically like their holy order, basically like their high senators, and they're basically tugging at your arm, like, you know, we need help too, you know, like you you work for us too, you know. So like now you're being pulled and in like into who, where does your loyalty lie to the kingdom that mm. you're originally from, or to this offset state that you had to join out of basically desperation. Meanwhile. Mm. Hyzant has uh, the, the only reason we were able to blow up the dam is because they had this explosive that it's it's like it's like in two towers where they blew up uh, Helm's Deep they'd never seen like that before it's like that it's so explosive it's like TNT basically for that for this world. Meanwhile, S Frost has basically developed I think is a super cannon that they're getting close to march onto Hyzant to basically take over Salt because if you can solve Salt in this world the Salt supply. You control everything, so it's 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 getting. I think I'm almost to the end. I want to try to beat this before Xenoblade, so it's done. I don't have it lingering me over anymore, um, and and I'm enjoying it so far. Imagine I'm, beating I'm, your video like, games, was, right? What's up yeah, with that? It's, look, listen. The the reason why I stopped so much is because one mission, and it wasn't even hard, was you had to sneak across from one end of the map to another, not get seen. And take out this one guard. Every time I take the guard, he would alert. He would alert the forces, therefore drawing reinforcements. So I, my dumbass thought, oh fuck, that means I gotta kill everybody. Restart. No, in fact, you don't have to do that at all. Here's a warning. Here's a tip for all you guys. If you get to that, because you may not even get to that mission depending on your route. You do this mission, and I put the stunt, the guard to sleep, so I can get more my my dudes up there. To basically hit them all at once and, you know, take them all at that. Just take them out. And don't let anybody else in that square. Just hit them with and basically effectively one turn. And mm. it's it's like the army just went, oh, he killed our guy. Let's, let's just go home. Mm-hmm. I guess, like, the other army just disappears. It's hilarious. Oh, so once I, I learned him. that, I was oh. like, once I learned that, I had luckily I had quick save data. So it loaded me up to that point. So I just beat it. I was like, that was it? That's all I had to do? I put this game down for two months because I was frustrated because I didn't want to do that again because it wasn't even it wasn't even hard. It was just boring trekking across the map, sneaking. Ben just confirmed he's Batman. The solution was hiding under his nose the entire time. Yeah, it's dumb. I hate it, but I did it. Tactics games with their win conditions. Yeah, <laughs> kill this one dude and you win. Yeah, and I, I just I thought the minute he alerted people, you know, 
hey, now you gotta fight everybody. And, like, now my army's, like, splintered. I'm like, shit, this is gonna be difficult. Restart. No. You just gotta kill him. And it's like, they just, they just, Vamanos, the thing. We never, we never. Oh, shit, he's dead. Oh, bye. Let's get out of here. We uh, like that guy. We're out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so, there you go. That's, that's all I've been playing. There's other stuff I've played, but I don't, I, nothing really a merit to bring up too much. Um, so we're gonna go take a quick break. Lord knows I need it. Um, and uh, we're back. We got the news going on. You see, the way that King Crimson Sand works is, and that's exactly how it works. Wait, what just happened? <laughs> uh, ah, nice. nice. Oh, it's an editing joke. Okay. All right. Whew. Okay. We've been back. We were just winging it. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the news uh, portion of the uh, Charge Shot Games cast. We, gotta, we actually have news to talk about this time. A bit. Yay! Mm. Oh, I don't, that, that almost came, something almost came out of my mouth that, on stream that would have been really, really awkward for Justin. Anyways, um, uh, we're going to kick it off with some King of, Fighter, King of Fighters news. Um, you have Sly Cooper up. What's going on? No, I don't. Or unless I'm delayed? There's no Sly Cooper at all. What are you talking oh. about? Oh, okay. You have the KOF stuff? Though? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I guess I'm behind. Okay, there it is. Okay. Damn delays. Uh, we now have the second batch of KOF uh, DLC. It's been several uh, a bit. And it is Teamed Awakened Orochi. Now, you may ask yourself... Oh, Yashiro? Who the fuck Shit. are these people? So... Technically, these characters are in the game. That is Chris, uh, Yashiro, and Shermie. Shermie. These are their Orochi versions. Um, yep. To give a little context, in KOF 96... Uh, is 97. 97. 97, thank you, Tyler. Um, these people were basically servants of Orochi, and as per the pre-ultimate final boss fight, you fought these new forms back then, and they basically changed their moveset altogether. Um, in, in yeah, where Shermie was basically an in-your-face grappler, uh, her Orochi variant, she, like, throws lightning and shit. Yeah, a told new characters. Some might see this as a cheap way to get new characters, but they are different enough. I'll allow it. The issue that I not post this is, is that a lot of people saw this DLC coming up as basically, a, like, a PR, like a um, uh, damage control. So a couple hours before this came hmm. up, there was an uh, SNK crypto account that launched. Oh, no. And pretty much Oof. everybody on FTC Twitter and that SNK's main account retweeted, which made everybody lose their shit. So, hey, everyone, look at this. Exactly. <laughs> and so this was released like at 2 in the morning U.S. time. So it's like, oh, this is damn. This is this is like. Notice how, as as you're watching the trailer, there is no gameplay. It is all just character art and model. That is it. They are nice redesigns, but this is totally damage control. Like, hey, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Look at this DLC. Look, new characters. New characters. They're not new. Yeah, they are. Shut up. Um, they edited this in like five minutes in the middle of the night. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's why a lot of people expect. It's not confirmed. Yeah, they even show um, they even show a trailer for King of Fighters '98 Final Edition at the end of this trailer as well. Yeah, why? Yeah, which really? ha- which will now have mm-hmm. rollback netcode. Uh, it is now going to have rollback netcode, and it's getting a physical release. Go play King of KOF '98. It's a damn great version of the game. Um, so uh, <laughs> I just thought it was extremely funny. Um, but uh, I I just hate how it happened. I just hate how it happened. Yeah. Okay. It's really unfortunate. Oof. As long as Orochi himself isn't in there, that guy's busted. I actually predicted that we would get Team Gonits in this game, uh, mm. along with uh, Vice and Mature, but I guess this is mm. the closest we're going to get to that. Mm-hmm. We still have two more te- DLC teams to uh, release, so you never know. But we'll see. Uh, I guess I do love the redesigns, but shout out to SNK. <sighs> There's no other company that loves to self sabotage themselves. More, it's, it's SNK. God damn it. Um, cough, Sega. Cough, Capcom. <laughs> uh, SNK just said, hold, hold my, um, hold, hold my, my NFT. Um, <laughs> hold yeah. my Asakas. Yeah. yeah. All right, moving on to the next thing. Not much news there, but it's just, just really funny. Uh, a little bit more negative news, but this is really the Sonic Origins that I alluded to earlier. No PC gamer, I don't want notifications. Sonic Origins co-developer are very unhappy about the state of the game. Uh, I do want to say, I didn't mention this because I wanted to say every year, that a lot of people have been pointing out this game uh, collection is kind of buggy. I never ran into any problems with that. does not mean they don't exist, so don't be that guy online arguing like I mean, that. I ran into a few collision issues between all four games, but that was like a common thing in the original games anyway, so it wasn't that big of a hindrance. Yeah. Uh, fans are pretty excited about the prospect of Head Cannon, one of the developers of the best Sonic games in recent years that believe Sonic Mania, being involved with Sonic Origins, uh, which contains masters of all the games, including CD. Unfortunately, since its release last week, forums, social media have seen a wave of videos showing the bug, game's bugs, glitches, and general m- messiness. The reception is obviously being reflected in user reviews, though there is some crossover negative towards games microtransactions, which in fact you like some weird stuff behind the paywall, which I believe that's the, the, the that's the coin stuff. Um... That if you pre-order that, you got a hundred of that shit for free. Yep. Um, new game uh, has bugs. It's not the most stunning, but it's curious that has happened. But that most mo- uh, must be some of the most frequent new release games ever made. Like you think Sonic would handle things after so many years? Maybe not. Developer Simon Stealth Tomley, founder of Head Cannon and a programmer on Sonic Mania, was responsible for the Sonic Three and Knuckles portion of Origins. A fair few users spotted this, including level skipping glitches. And Tomley took to social media to express his own frustrations at the conditions of which. Uh, was developed. Uh, he pretty much he put out a tweet. Um, this is frustrating. I won't lie and say that there weren't issues in what we gave Sega, but what is it? Origins is not what we turned in. Integration uh, introduced some wild bugs that conventional logic would have one belief or our sensibility. A lot of them aren't. Um, he goes on to acknowledge mm-hmm. that Headcanon submitted build included some actual mistakes, some overlooking, some rush drops, some stuff we noticed, but weren't allowed to correct near the end. It's absolutely not perfect in some of it from us. It's, it's complicated. However, Tomley claims Sega introduced more bugs that weren't in Headcanon's build and wouldn't allow Headcanon to make major fixes as the game approach launched. If you want to, if it, it wants to work on fixing the issues people have found, but doesn't they know when they'll be able to. Every one of us is very unhappy with the state of Origins and even the Sonic 3 component, writes Tomley. We weren't too thrilled about this pre-submission state either, but a lot of it was beyond our control. The developer goes on to acknowledge that talking about such things in this pub- in public can be considered unprofessional and can hurt a relationship with Sega, meaning no Origins updates, no further 2D Sonic, Pixel Sonic games from us, 
But there are, there's too much scrutiny of, uh, over things that are both are not related to us. I don't want to just think back in silence while people are asking why and how things happen to, to the product they put so much hope into. Uh, and it ends with the reiteration of Headcan's desire to fix that game's issues and his commitment to Sonic. Also, please stress what a complicated endeavor developing a game is and that he's not fighting with Sega. No, I have not cut off Sega. I'm willing to do more work under the right conditions. Whether they want to work with me again is an entirely separate matter. Um, uh, as, as for headcanon, the Sega, um, Sonic Warriors playing out of the recan, you know, basically, um, give their, uh, the writer gives their own sort of synopsis of what's going on. As for headcanon, Sega, Tom, uh, Tom, Tom Lee says it's possible, not the wisest move to be calling out for Sega if you want to work with Sonic again, but then the reasons, uh, other, others working on these projects for such dedication is that they're clearly big fans themselves, which is completely cool and arguably why something like Sonic Mania was as good as it was, but you never, you wouldn't, you'd wonder whether it was also make molehills sometimes like mountains so yeah um that's <sighs> sega why <laughs> why yeah you out you announced this game a sega year. is the king of sabotaging all of their sonic related properties they did this for sonic yeah. 06 they did this for rise of lyric and now they're doing with this they're doing they, they, they're probably going to do it again with uh frontiers they're at least doing so, it with the marketing that's for yeah. sure <laughs> they're for sure um it's, it's from like, a development standpoint this is definitely it's a combination of not enough it's a combination of bad planning around the actual integration of the different parts because when you have different teams working on different parts of a game and you try and put them all together shit's gonna happen so you have to plan for that shit to happen and then have a qa team ready to go in there find all those bugs so that you can fix it on like whatever a day one patch or whatever it doesn't seem like that planning part like oh shit maybe something will go wrong if we stick it all together like <laughs> that didn't happen that consideration doesn't it was either not considered or it was considered and then they're like yeah it'll be fine but it wasn't fine okay so i was gonna ask if you if you and know what integration is but it sounds like it's basically different teams were working on various parts of the game and then they were all put together yeah. and sega was like this is fine okay mm-hmm Pretty much. It's more of Dr. Robotnik's devious traps, don't you know? <laughs> Dr. Robotnik is Sega at this point. Pretty much. <laughs> it's, it's like, I mean, uh, I, I'm enjoying the, the collection. I have not seen those those game-breaking bugs, but I'm also going to believe this person who actually worked behind it, because as he stated, it's not really common for, for devs working with a bigger publisher like this to come out and say shit like this, like this, you know, so I'm going to believe that what they say they is correct. Riot. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I hope it sense. gets, I hope it gets fixed. Uh, cause like this should have been a slam dunk, you know, very much like Batman v Superman, Dawn of justice, 2016. That should have been a slam dunk. It wasn't. So, um, sometimes that layup seems a little bit more challenging than a two, than a two point shot. Um, I just made a basketball reference. I hope, I wonder how many people in the chat room understand that. Um, so, <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, just keep playing and just hope for an update, I guess. That's all you can say. Um, and just hope you don't run into that. I've been fortunate. Um, let's see. What else are we, what next up on the deck yet is, uh, a mod concerning Fallout 4. I didn't realize this was still getting mod support. Um, I didn't think people liked it. Well, I mean, it's Fallout a huge mod. It's been, it's been in development if, for years. If it's a Bethesda. It's a Bethesda game. It's still getting mods. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I think I think I saw another article where a Skyrim two-player mod is like about to be mm. released, which is that's mm-hmm. insane. I want to say it probably says in um, here, but I want to say that this mod started in like 2018 or something. Like it's huge. That would, sounds about right. Uh, yeah. 
Fallout London, a highly anticipated, highly anticipated DLC mod for Fallout 4, has received a lengthy new trailer. Wow, that's that's really Jesus Christ. That's like I feel like that's wavering on like Bethesda or uh, I guess not Microsoft going. Mm. Um, just a little bit. Uh, shared on the mod's YouTube channel and its people below. The four miniature shows off a ton of the game's derelict locations, from decimated tube stops to an overgrown tower bridge. Uh, we also get a look at the some of the NPCs in the mod, though whether these are enemies, allies, or a bit both unclear. It's rather highlights a handful of relatively normal-looking characters that wouldn't look out of place in a regular Fallout game, alongside some wacky individuals, including a wild-looking tree man. Uh, does Fallout have tree men? Uh, Fallout Three does. Um, does it? Okay. Uh, fans eager to find out exactly who these NPCs are have to wait a little longer, given the announcement that Fallout London is coming next year. Nothing more specific was revealed in the trailer, but this is the first indication of a release window. The developers offered in the mods in four years development. Wow. I was right. It certainly looks impressive. However, evidence by Fallout developer Bethesda actually hiring one of the mod lead writers as a quest designer in August last year. That is that is that is super yeah. dope, though. Good for that person. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Fallout London is only the taste of the franchise, albeit unofficially. They will get for a long time. Director Todd Howard revealed that Fallout Five is planned to be released after Elder Scrolls Six, which is still likely years away, given it was put on one side while Bethesda focuses on space. On the space RPG, exactly. Just go play the Outer Worlds two. You'll be fine. Just, just go play that game. You're gonna. Be the Outer Worlds two isn't out um, yet. Or even go just, just go play the Outer Worlds. Go play both back to back. You'll probably play both of them. Will be out before uh, Fallout five. Or go play Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, you said it, not me. <laughs> I know. You don't. I know. Listen, I'm banking on that game. That's gonna make my. That's gonna shoot me to the stratosphere on Twitch. I'm gonna be the. I'm gonna be the Outer Worlds guy. Uh, <laughs> probably not. But you no. won't have Lowe's help um, on that I one. Get to, in spirit, I will. Um, so there you go. I think this is cool. Yeah. Like, I don't play Fallout Four. I probably will never touch that game. But that's dope that it's getting it's getting that kind of like almost like a second life. Well, it's just like it's, I it's love really how cool. Bethesda yeah. handles the modding community. Like they don't shut them down or anything. They're like, "Yo, this thing's dope. Do you want to work for us?" And then they're like, "Yeah, yeah, put your thing out. That that's totally cool. But also come work for us." Mm-hmm. Like no one else does yeah. that. It's any also other co- not unhurt. It's not unheard of that the modding community comes out occasionally every couple of years with like a mod that literally rivals DLC yeah. that's official from the developers. So, like again, like Justin was saying, Bethesda is like probably the chillest when it comes to that stuff. It's like right. at the end of the day, it sells copies of the games. Like who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, this looks great. I hadn't actually watched the trailer; I just saw the <laughs> article, but like. Visually, this looks great. They put a lot of uh, original assets and stuff in. For sure. Mm-hmm. That probably took the longest part, was just coming up with all the assets. And well, and, I mean, you're basically building a game. Like, you have to get the voice acting and everything. And Even with the mod project, a lot of times they have, like, you know, kind of off-Broadway, like, style professional voice actors. It's like, they're not big names, but, you know, they've probably done some stuff, and they'll they'll get their name out through this mm-hmm. mod. Mm-hmm. But I I don't really like oh, Fallout sure. Four, so like I've been hesitant to try this. But I do own it, so maybe I'll give it a try. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this is one thing because I, I knew this game has a lot of discourse behind it. Like oh, some people like it, some people don't. Um, you know, but I never. I just didn't it, like so. the gameplay changes. Uh, so I guess if you're not if you're new to Fallout, you won't notice that. So maybe you'll enjoy it. Yeah. More. Um, or, or you could just go Perhaps. play the critically acclaimed Outer Worlds now available via Game Pass. 
PS4, PS5, Nintendo Ooh. Switch, and PC via Steam and Epic Games Store. Or you can play uh, the critically acclaimed Final Fantasy XIV with a trial... P- <laughs> 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 uh, I don't remember that whole spiel, honestly. <laughs> private... Not, not, um, Obsidian, hire me. I'll be an excellent hype man for the Outer Worlds 2, trust me. Um, now let's move on to a game that everybody forgot. Uh, that was gonna, it's going to be released later in the year by Square Enix. Star Ocean, the Divine Forest, has an official release date. A new Star Ocean game. Uh, we talked about this about a year ago? It was like late last year, I think. And Still so not making them, huh? Yeah, surprisingly, considering the last one was not well received. Um, this one probably Star Ocean, the Divine Forest, is, uh, launches on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, and Xbox One, and Steam on October 27th, uh, this uh, the year of our Lord. Um... Uh, I just, again, um, maybe it's just, like, the glee in me, but I just love how Xenoblade this this game looks <laughs> now, and just, like, how... Yeah, this is anime as fuck. That game has now basically influencing other big RPGs, whether it's combat, style, traversing open world stuff. It just makes me happy. Isn't this how Star Ocean looks? Uh, no, this is, like... Like maybe to the last game, but like it, it's. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, because it was the last game, and then like there, there was a pretty big break between them, so obviously there would have been a you know stylistic difference before that. Yeah, but you, this this just remind this just looks like higher fast combat Xenoblade. Yeah, uh, just like how the camera is, how the open world is. I just I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I actually like the aesthetic of this all, but it's just. It's cool that it's actually happening considering the last game was not did not do financially well mm-hmm. and was not received well critically at all. A lot of people, a lot of Star Ocean fans, did not like that one at all. The combat actually looks kind of neat. Hmm. It yeah, does look it pretty good. Yeah. It's like action. It's like anime. J A R P G Japanese. And it's anime. nice Whatever. that Square Enix is fucking <laughs> releasing um, games more stuff. Mm-hmm. You know they're keeping up that trend whether it's. Remasters of old games, um, new games, new title, new entries into old franchises people love. So that's that's always a plus. Yes, it's a fun crypto, but listen, we're gonna ignore sure. that part and just fucking play the games that we love. Um. <laughs> this has really clean HUD, though. That's I think that's what attracts me to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. I was just like I'm just waiting for the end switch. Ends ends no okay I'll probably not. <laughs> um, Probably You're not. getting Xenoblade. You're getting greedy. Ah, uh, listen, yeah. I can be greedy. I can be greedy. Um, but I'll probably, I'll probably wish this this and maybe play this at the end of end of the year. Sure, but I can't have, I can't um, have Android. Sure. I mean, no, it's fine. I didn't bring that up. You did. You did. I didn't bring that up. Uh, you did. Um, you didn't have to. I felt it. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> That I would wish list. I would wish list the game. I'm not. I probably won't even play this game this year. Probably won't play it until next year at all. I still want to play, uh, Tale. The new Tales of me game. too. I mean, that hasn't dropped low enough price for me to do that. Tales, yet, Tales right? of Sun. Yeah, it was like it was yeah. thirty bucks on the sale, and I was like, mm. I was like, that's still too yeah. high. <laughs> that's still too high. <laughs> Drop a little lower. Drop a little lower. It was twenty five maybe. Um, but we go from one RPG getting a release date to another RPG getting a delay. Uh, or not a delay, but a pushback. Uh, we don't say delay. Pushback sounds a lot better because it's a term. Same thing, though. Um, sea of Stars originally was slated for a winter 2022 release date. Now, 
uh, I'm part of the Discord. Uh, I keep forgetting that I am because I, I, I funded the game, but I keep forgetting mm-hmm. that I am. Uh, they had put out on a Discord that says, we will try to launch the game in winter 2022. No promises, though, and so it looks like, unfortunately, it's not happening. Uh, as we are closing in on a very big milestone, the road to launch becomes cleaner, and we find ourselves here with a large body of text and our logos at the bottom. <laughs> Keeping in mind our two main priorities, quality of life for our team, <coughs> and quality of finish the finished game. We can now confirm that Star- <laughs> Sea of Stars will be released in 2023. We understand waiting is a big <coughs> ass and, w- and want to sincerely thank our community for the overwhelming support and positive vibes. In the meantime, we are looking at options to get a sl- playable slice out to everyone this year. So, probably a demo, probably when the, the game was released, to come out, probably November, December. So, unfortunate, but I will patiently wait. You know, I, I the, every time they they put <coughs> new snippets on Twitter, it's just like considering what's going into this game, like. First of all, I'm not that surprised that there's a, a slight delay in the release, but also at the same time, like, like I mean, just like look what mm-hmm. they're working on. You know yeah, I mean? it'll be worth so. it. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. it's gonna be insane. Um, it's it, I think it was one of the like not early, but like it was like a Kickstarter program that I backed. I'm like, I feel good about mm-hmm. this. I feel good. About well, this. that's the thing is a lot of Kickstarter, coffee, baby. a lot of Kickstarter games they take forever. And you never know if they're going to be worth it or not, but like when they are, right. it's so satisfying, even if it takes forever. Wonderful, wonderful. The last two games I it. backed was Mighty Number no. Nine, uh, oof, oh. and then Indivisible, mm. which like was great, yeah. and then oof. Then, then, then everything hit the fan <laughs> after it released. Yeah, mine were Mighty Number no. Nine. The game itself and... was great. Then the studio. Oh really? Yeah, the studio self imploded because of yeah the the main the, the guy in charge was a basically. To put it lightly, an asshole. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Uh, mine were yeah. ni- Mighty Number no. mm-hmm. Nine and Ukulele, both of which were kind of eh. Well, one was better than the other. Right. Um. Still, it's better than nothing. Yeah. God. God damn. <laughs> you know what? At least Ukulele's been like an anime prom night. Mighty Number no. Nine is still stuck on on those sixth generation of consoles. Forever to be stayed or seventh, whatever number it is. Th- that's where they belong. Um, it's seventh, yeah. Yeah. I don't need to see 4K pizza explosions. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, sh- uh, shout out to Creates for creating original games. Go play those games instead of playing Mighty yeah. Nine, uh, like Blaster Master and um, yeah, they do good stuff. Uh, Striker Gunvolt. It's not that one. Yeah. All right. Uh, so now we talk about remakes. Uh, this was just a really funny story to me. Oh. Yeah, a whole new developer is remaking the 13 remake. Um, <laughs> the much maligned remake of, of 13 is now being, uh, well, being remade by a completely different developer out after it was released to scathing reviews in 2020. Announced on the game's Steam page, publisher Microids revealed that 13's remake will essentially be released again thanks to major updates that arrive on September 13th. The hefty update from French studio Tower 5 will redefine the art style, which was criticized for abandoning the original comic book look, enhanced, enhanced the AI, reworked the HUD, revamped the sound design, and add multiplayer up to 13 players. 13 will be released on Nintendo Switch the same day, which will run at 30 FPS. Microids update also mentions PS5 and Xbox Series versions, which will run at 60 FPS. To achieve the quality standards and offer an optimal gaming experience, Microids decided to entrust the development of 13 Remake to the French studio Tower 5, the post said. Hard at work for more than a year and a major update to us update released on the 
On that date, owners of the game will receive a free update and enjoy the game as intended. The development studio reworked the entire game from the art direction to the AI and added numerous technical improvements. Uh, those who bought 13 on Play's PC, PS4, and Xbox One when it was released in November 2020 will therefore receive the update at no extra cost. And currently, the game was criticized for uh, over a myriad of technical issues, amongst other things. Currently has an overwhelmingly negative review on Steam. Original developer Play Magic, who will not contribute to the remakes, <laughs> remakes, remake, it's great. apologized at the time alongside MyCrate, saying player expectations have not been met by the launch version, and we hear loud and clear legit criticism and disappointment. Number one, shout outs to them for just making it a big ass update and not having you buy the game yeah. again except if you want to buy it. Yeah, it's a, it's Switch. I, that a is, really cool that's thing. A, that's very rare. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like a really familiar story I heard on what happened uh, for the Rambo game for PS3. Mm-hmm. Like, like that is that is so dope because mm-hmm. um, you're gonna get people like people are already talking about it. And if this is if the, you know, hopefully this update goes well. It sounds like it has promise. Um, it's gonna spread word of mouth because uh, and, and 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 hopefully some more copies. Like that's yeah. that's amazing. I don't think I've ever heard of a game studio. Basically remaking a game that was already remade and then releasing it as a free update, like not even charging like ten bucks or something. Nah, it's free. That's that's amazing. Because they put out a bad product in the first place, so people are mad and they want their money's worth. So it's like, no, don't don't refund it mm-hmm. or anything. Like you know, we will fix it, and then more people will buy it. It's a good faith measure. Like it makes sense. Right. But like thirteen it's is a good game, but this remake like lost all good favor with it. And yeah, it's really. It's really sad yeah. to see that, you know, it's just like you said, 13 was good. It was a, yeah, it was a really good uh, shooter. And then just seeing like, Hey, they remade it and it's yeah. shit. <laughs> so like, I mean, the, the, the reason I put this in so, here was cause it was funny. Like the, you know, the 13 remake is being remade, but also it's a really cool story. Like this never happens. I have a question. So if it, since it's 13 players, is it just all free for all? Cause you can't do team shit <sighs> unless they do that i think yeah i think it's up well it's up to 13 players so they have free for all it's a team battle with seven princesses and the 13 darknesses (laughs) wow um so so they have like 13 player free-for-alls and they have smaller uh smaller matchmakes for other modes so like 44 yeah all right it just seems like an odd number but also not but also, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I played the uh, multiplayer a little bit back on uh, the GameCube, like original version, but it didn't, you know, there was no online or anything back then. So it was a lot of like multiplayer with bots. Mm. Um, so it'd be really cool to actually get into this with multipl- with online multiplayer. I'm assuming Unreal Engine 4? I don't know. It's whatever it would have originally been made in. Looks like it might be. I mean, be the Unreal. remake would have been made in. Yeah. Probably Unreal. If it's unreal, it'd be a little. It'd be a lot easier to work with, especially with the new yeah. studio. Yeah, this uh, hopefully it ends up being good. Like the screenshots look good. It's pretty yeah, good. I, I want to play it. I would, like. I remember seeing that game because like it, like its original art style, like cell shaded. Mm-hmm. Like, that looks really cool. Mm-hmm. And just you yeah, know, the, the presentation just, is great. Like the yeah. way the cutscenes play even... out in, in comic book panels, basically, is super cool. It's one of my favorite GameCube yeah. games. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't even remember hearing news about it being remade. Even like people being mad at it. Maybe it's because you know dealing with like you know COVID shit at mm-hmm. work. But um, like I don't even remember that stuff. But hey, I'll buy the Switch version because I'm a Switch mm-hmm. whore. Um, 
Listen, you give me a Switch version. I don't care if I have a high-powered NPC. I will buy the Switch version. No I will Switches? No Switches. Ah, <laughs> uh, just walk into Target no Switches? Well, that's the nice thing. <laughs> that's the nice thing about this stylized art style is it'll probably still look pretty good on Switch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, I, yeah, it translates un- well. Unlike some people, I can go from 60 FPS to 30 FPS and be perfectly fine. Uh, Except first-person shooters make you vomit, so... Except the critically acclaimed Outer Worlds now available on Nintendo Switch <laughs> PC through Epic Game Store, PlayStation 4 and 5, and Xbox One. I and... did not put him up to this. <laughs> no, he didn't. I'm just doing this. I love Hashtag it. not a sponsor. No, I love the Outer Worlds. I, that shit is my jam. Okay? Uh, it is my jam. All right. So now we go from a game being remade, uh, a remake being remade, to a fan demanding Nintendo make a game. Uh, a fan purchased over $40,000 $40, of Nintendo stock to ask company about a new F-Zero at other, and other titles at a shareholder meeting. This is, I find this highly impressive. For some of us, adding Nintendo yeah. on Twitter, begging for a new kick at Icarus is enough. There is, there is need to go higher in price of the source and demand an answer, such as uh, in, is the case for Twitter user at Momoji... Maju, um, Manju, aka Mo, Momiji, I, I, I apologize, Momiji, thank you, who des, who des, who desperate for a new F Zero, channeling the hopes and dreams of fans everywhere, spent over five point six million yen or forty thousand dollars to buy one hundred shares of Nintendo stock and thus gain access to a shareholder meeting where they directly asked Nintendo President Shintaro Kurokawa about the possible revival of F Zero, but um, Kaitos. What is what is that one? I don't know that one. Vinton um, Kaitos. That was a card battle type of game I remember for GameCube, I think. Okay. Warrior Land. Think. The Frog Whom the Bell Tolls, Trade and Battle, Card Hero, and Kosujo Mecha MMG. Clearly someone who has a deep knowledge of Nintendo's backlog. Um, and mm-hmm. they actually, you know, said they, uh, they said they have it. And they said they spent $43,000. $43,212 on the statement. It wasn't even guaranteed that Emoji would have been able to ask a question in the first place, as the question ended up being a bonus at the end of the meeting. Unfortunately, Furukawa's response was that of a dad saying his son can't get 3D games, game consoles, or Chris's. It is realistically difficult to develop new titles and remakes, including sequels, for every Nintendo game that people request. But we are very grateful and appreciate the expectations our fans have of our games. So, a no-go, if they, even if they, if they acknowledge the sentiment, they did note that when asked about a Famicom Detective Club remake in 2019... One was actually in the works at the time, so maybe Nintendo is cooking up something for one of those titles. I'm just speaking about it. Um, I, I and the, this is just the red rest of this is just editorializing, but I that <laughs> I wish I had forty forty thousand dollars. Yeah, that's I'm, some dedication. The mad right lad. There. Yeah, what a fucking Chad. All yeah. that all that effort just to be told, hey, thanks for the suggestion, but, but no, s- sit down. <laughs> no. Here, here's another Mario game. Yeah. With, here's a Mario sports game with no single player content. How about another Mario? We're, we're gonna put your forty thousand dollar donation <laughs> straight into the next Fire Emblem. Yeah, <laughs> there's not that many Fire Emblem. There's like there's been you like want, five. You want another for Splatoon? Huh? There's more Fire Emblem. There's been more Fire Emblems in the last ten years than there have been F Zeros. If they reasonably don't have enough time and like you know resources to make a new game in every every series, they should spread the love a little more. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the problem is with Nintendo is that when because like Fire Emblem is different because it's not technically them developing it; it's Intelligent Systems, but they're the ones who fund it. But when Nintendo first party like F Zero, all that shit, for some fucking reason, 
they feel like they have to reinvent the wheel every time they fucking make their first party yeah. games. We see this all the time. And that, I think, in the fucking, that was probably the death of Star Fox Zero, because we have to make use the gamepad and do all that shit. Um, all that stuff. So I, th- I think that's what's holding them back. They will never admit that, igni- that, that stuff, because, you know, Japanese developers are like, it's not our fault. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like, it, it's it. They they would they they, they probably they, they feel like they need to reinvent the wheel with like F zero. Like no, just sixty four players online race. That's yeah. it. We will pay sixty dollars for that. Just make a fun high speed racing that. game and people will buy it. It's not like they have the formula for Mario Kart eight. Why not just do that with a bit more? No, it's impossible. We can't have two competing races on the market because it's wild how they can um, put like the bare right. minimum effort into their Mario sports games, and yet they think, well, we need to do something special with every other series that they don't release. It's like, no, just do it. You know people will spend money. You have the technology. Yeah. Yeah, You want to put exactly F-Zero effort into this. Part of the reason why I think Breath of the Wild 2 is taking a long time is because of Mm -hmm. that. It's like they, 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 which rightfully so, considering they use the same map, I get that, but it's just like, guys... They don't want it Come to feel like now. DLC. They want it to feel like a new game. And I think they're struggling with how to make right. it unique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They want it, they want it to fit whatever gimmick they're working with. That's just how they've always been. Yeah. Um or whether it's a console gimmick or gameplay gimmick, you know. And a lot of the just... like the higher up execs like, you know, Miyamoto hold them back. Like they come have good ideas when they're like, "No, you can't do this thing." And it's like, "But it's innovative." Yeah, but people don't want it. You don't know what people want. You're 70 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Go run a country. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's run through this last bit of news because we got a game to play. Um, Sucker Punch has come out and said it. There are no plans to revisit either Infamous or Sly Cooper in the future. Um, Sucker Punch, mm-hmm. since Sucker Punch's formation in 25 years ago, the studios developed multiple series, including uh, both those games as just mentioned. And now they're shifting development to new IPs. Instead of publishing the studio's website, Sucker Punch thanks fans for their support and laid out some plans for the future. According to the statement, the team is working on new projects that require the full attention of the studio. There are currently no Sly Hooper or infamous projects in the, in the works at Sucker Punch or any other studios. However, Sucker Punch clarified that it isn't done with those these beloved franchises forever and that it would never say never to reopening those doors down the road. Alongside this announcement, Sucker Punch revealed a minor update to Infamous games that will roll out. According to the statement, the studio will relocate Infamous 2. You do see servers to prolong their lifespan, but they will eventually need to, to, need to sunset these. Additionally, the studio will add the Cole's Legacy DLC for Infamous Second Son. Wait, there's Cole DLC in the Second Son? Apparently. Game? What the fuck? Like, I feel like nobody <laughs> talked about the game. That was a launch PS4 game, but like, nobody talked it's about it. It's not that good. Um, yeah, that sucks. Um... Uh, thank you to everyone for an incredible 24 years of support. Your love and appreciation are what fuels us to keep us making new games and new worlds, and we look forward to continuing to bring new and exciting ideas for life for many years to come. We're not ready to talk about what we're, whatever might be, um, but we'll hope you keep following us uh, wherever we're making more. And, of course, the, the newest title, Ghost of Tsushima, Open World Game Set in Medieval Japan during the Mongol Invasion, uh, was critically a success, well, a success um, and it looks like they're working on another open-world action self-game, so probably Ghost of Tsushima 2. Uh, this kind of sucks, you know, considering you had the Crash, most, not Crash, Crash Revival, Niners, which was not made by Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog has also moved on. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. 
that being said, the statement also said that neither they or another studio. Sure, will. currently. It's, but I'm just saying, I think if currently. we got one of those, it wouldn't be Sucker Punch. Like, they've moved on from it. But we could still get new entries from, mm-hmm. you know, some other burgeoning series. Like, Toys for Bob tends to like those kind of cartoony games. They could do a Sly. Yeah. Infamous would probably be a different studio. Yeah, totally. But, um, Didn't Digital Eclipse uh, do the fourth Sly Cooper game? Like, I don't think that was Sucker Punch. That one was bad, all, though, right? wasn't it? Then, um, like, it it was bad for sure, but the point is that uh, they made another yeah. game, and it was under Fair. a different studio. Different yeah. studio, yeah. Um, so it's possible. Like, Infamous, I could see, like, Beanox or someone, like, you know, the ones that used to make all the Spider-Man games. I could see them coming in. Hmm. Yeah. That'd be yeah. cool. Like, there's potential, even if Sucker Punch doesn't do it. Those are still PlayStation oh, IPs. They're not Sucker... They are Sucker yeah. Punch IPs, but you know what I mean. Put put a remake of mm-hmm. make a I would have another studio do a remaster or remake of MFS One because I won't lie have you seen that game recently? yeah it's 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 great it's, it's great the game <laughs> um, yeah. the second one's a lot better that but um, it's it's it was the style of the time man what do you do I loved it at the time but like shit I mean Second Son is also very great because your powers are like light and shadow like that that is just gray by nature. I mean, it, you know, at least they came out and said it. You know, it's better to be told, like, hey, we're not doing mm-hmm. it. Just so stop asking. Um, but, mm-hmm. hey, there, there's always hope at some point. Uh, whatever happened, like, like, if anything, for Sly Cooper, that kind of sucks. But, like, maybe a remake of the first couple of games. You know, because, like, I don't know, like, that would be nice. Maybe versus a new entry. Mm-hmm. Um, give, give that realistic fur tech going. They did remaster the maybe. Sly Cooper games. Uh yeah the yeah. yeah the yeah I'm talking about full on remaking those are awesome oh, yeah from ground up I'm, yeah I'll talk about like remaking the game. yeah um like make it like Metal Gear Solid make it Metal Gear Solid make it, just make it like Metal Gear Solid like overly long cutscenes and, and just like a dramatic as fuck. make everything super realistic looking direction. yes Colonel I become furry <laughs> yes just do that uh, okay I mean Infamous was like one of the like, first like open world exploration games so it's kind of Interesting that there wouldn't be much interest in that anymore, you know? Yeah, but I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, when you have when you Especially have Spider superpowers, when you have Spider Man, yeah, you guys to work on Spider Man or your own shit. You're gonna work on Spider Man, you know? Like, Spider Man, Batman, as Arkham, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, it's like That's I true. guess the open world genre has like expanded since then. There's probably not as much need to make yeah. them, and they continue to expand. Stop it! I don't have time for all of these. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, just make. I'll play hallway games. I'm sorry, some dumb YouTuber made a joke in 2011 about how linear hall games suck. Sorry, just, 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 op- just <laughs> less open world, more level based, please, more level based. Mike said he hates our um, ideas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, well, you know who to punch, Mike. If, uh, if who to sucker punch? Happen, but yeah, it's like me specifically. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we are now going to move on to our game of the night for the 250th episode. I don't know why I did that. I'm very excited to do this. <laughs> so, I'll add a drum sound effect and post. Hip scenario. Me, Justin, Lowe, and Tyler all have opened up local arcade shops in USA. Okay? So, and now we are all competing with each other. Just pretend like the arcade scene is still a thing. Just shut up. So, essentially, I mean, I, like I, point of order, um, I do have an arcade cabinet, so. Um, okay, we're in Portland. We're in Portland because it's the only place they arcade, like probably an arcade 
multiple arcade shops could like exist at one at one location. Portlandia, let's Chicago go. has quite a few arcades. And, but they're more spread out. Um, plus, I'd rather live in Portland than Chicago. Um, hmm. I like rain. Um, ha ha, I brought it back. <laughs> uh, so, um, we are going to do... We have been tasked to pick ten arcade cabinets for us. Here are the rules. Here are the rules. The, number one, the game must have been originally on arcade hardware. It could have a console version but cannot be a console game that was put in arcades later. So that means no Streets of Rage. Number two, you can only have one multi-cab. That means if you pick either like a Mario Brothers or an SNK, because SNK was famous for their cartridges, you can only have one of them. Number three, you can only pick two per genre, because to basically just that way I don't pick every fighting game in, in history because that's what I would do. Or me. Number and then I and then the last one, which is pretty simple, um, probably mostly official releases. I think the only one I will probably grant is Ms. Pac-Man, because that's like world renowned. And like why would you which one of us is gonna pick Ms. Pac-Man, y'all? You know? Which one of us is gonna pick Ms. Pac-Man, y'all? So Probably Justin. I we are gonna go in this order. We're gonna go basically in our introduction order. So we're gonna go Justin, Tyler, Low, then me, then back to Justin. So oh, other rule. If because this is a draft style, if I if a person picks a game, like say for instance, if I pick Street Fighter Two, the World Warrior, none of these other dudes can pick Street Fighter Two, the World Warrior. However. They, because that game has all of our versions that have significant changes, Tyler, for instance, can pick Street Fighter, Hyper Street Fighter, or not Hyper Street Fighter 2, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Justin could then pick Street Fighter, the new challengers. I'm not going and to, so though. on and so forth. Um, but if Justin picks Marvel vs. Capcom 2, because that game has no revisions, that game is off the board. So, um, um, are, are we going uh, genre by genre, or no? You can pick however order you want because I, I feel like if we do that, that's just that's, it, it. It makes it more fun. It's like okay, that's gone, that's gone, that's gone. Okay, okay. So, um, let us start, Justin, with the first pick in our arcade draft. What are you picking? Uh, I am going to go ahead and. Um, and, and take it. Uh, Ultimate Mortal okay. Kombat 3. Okay. Nice. Justin has taken UMK3. Okay. Bold choice. Very good choice. Any reason why? Uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's the like one of the ones I played the most in actual arcades as a kid. Um, that Mortal Kombat 4, but, I mean, we know how that game is. Um, right, yeah. So... Like, if I was going to own an arcade... Like, if, if there was any like any actual arcade cabinet I would want to own, it would be that one. Um, I've said that before. Okay. Um, I actually thought about, like, designing my arcade cabinet as a Mortal Kombat cabinet that just happens to have other stuff on it. But I was like, no, I want it to look mm-hmm. more general. Mm-hmm. But I was, like, this close for a while um, to buying the, the arcade one-up, like, Mortal Kombat cabinet. Um, 
and then just modifying that one. <laughs> okay. Tyler, you have the second pick. What are you picking, Doug? Easiest choice in the world. The arcade version of Tekken 3. Yeah, I saw um, that coming. I've always wanted... Um, yeah, who didn't see this fucking coming? Um, I've seen this arcade machine a lot back in the day. I honestly have more nostalgia for Tekken 4 arcade, in all honesty. And I kind of debated on that, but I kind of wanted to keep it as retro as possible. And Tekken 3 is one of my favorite games of all time, the PS version, but we're not opting for that, obviously. So we're not getting any gone. We're not getting any Dr. B, unfortunately. Um, but base game is still fun as fuck, and uh, that arcade intro will definitely gain some traction. Like, that opening embu of all the characters doing katas and fighting each other is the coolest shit ever. And, yeah, that'll definitely put quarters in the machine. I'll tell you that much for free. Uh, okay. Real quick, not Hello. to interrupt, but I know you're not in the chat. Um, Mike has suggested that at the end of this, we give uh, we give our arcade like stores or whatever a name. Oh, I already have mine. I was I already have mine. Okay. I got yeah. it. Yeah, let's do that. Nice. All right, cool. I got mine. Lo, you are the third pick. What are you choosing, sir? Hmm. All right. Well. I want to make money. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm going to go. My first game is going to be a shoot 'em up. Because okay. those tend to be very quarter I don't know. We're thinking about the business um, side of things. Hey, there's different strategies <laughs> to this. It's, you know what we should do? At the end of this, we're going to. This man's making yeah. the big green plays. We're going to make a poll on Twitter, and you guys can decide which one has the best arcade lineup. There you go. We'll do that. So there's your extra incentive. So I'm going to go with the shoot-em-up, an uh, SNK shoot-em-up, uh, Arrow Fighters mm. 3. Arrow Fighter Ooh. 3. Okay. okay. First SNK game off the board. Okay, cool. All right. So as for me... So I get well, I get one more, and then that'll oh. be one cab for me. Right, right, right. right. Yes, exactly. So you can add but another... But I'll, I'll, I'll do that in the next one. Yeah, yeah I'll, I can edit the messages. I am writing these all down so that way nobody gets lost. So as for me... Nice. What am I going to pick first? What am I going to pick first? It's not what you think. I'm going to take one of the most popular arcade games of all time that will never, ever, will always be timeless. I'm picking Donkey Kong. The original Donkey yeah, Kong. Okay. Nice. Like, like talking about, that. like, that game will never go out, out, of, out of style. My mom will definitely uh, visit mm-hmm. your arcade. There you go. <laughs> Donkey Kong. And I would classify, was that? Plat- that would be platformer. So there you go. That's one yeah. platformer. Okay, okay. We'll do recaps at five, so we'll do that then. All right, uh, back to Justin. What is your number two, my dude? Um, once again, I just I need to steal this before anyone else takes it. Uh, Miss Pac-Man. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> Called it. One of the main reasons that I built an arcade cabinet was so that I could put Miss Pac-Man on it for my mom to play, because that is her game. And she puts way too many quarters in it at actual arcades. So it's like, now you can come over and play it whenever you want. And it's free. (laughs) Aww. Aww. Tyler, number two pick. Alright, number two pick. Um, Let's see. I am going to pick Marvel vs. Capcom 2. God damn it! Um, That that is the quintessential 2D Capcom team-based fighting game. And... Every time we go to the arcade, we always put quarters in it. We always have a good time playing it. Everyone loves this game, so it would definitely be 
the pick for me. Okay. Nice. Low. Your number two pick. All right, my number two pick. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna be a little strategic with this one. I'm also glad Ty picked Marvel two because I'm gonna go with Marvel one because that game. Hit you both. Not only. <laughs> not only. Does is that game awesome? It just has a special place in my heart in in the sense that it was one of the first, aside from X Men versus Street Fighter, it was like one of the first like big versus games that I saw in action in the arcade. And then I remember seeing it as a kid. I'm like, I'm a man now. <laughs> so nice. yeah. Marvel, Marvel. Okay. All right. Well, when you think of the arcade experience, you think of you think of playing together with your friends, but you also think of playing together with your friends in a competitive standpoint, but not just with two friends at the same time, four friends at the same time. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm picking NFL Blitz. Mm. There you go. That is that okay. Oh, that's right. There was an yeah. arcade version of that. Yeah, Midway. It's actually really good. Yeah. That and okay. the NBA Jam Cab are both super good. <laughs> I see you. There you go. Yeah. So, and actually, yeah, so they, they, be, there's cabinets that have both fire. of those in one. So if you want, if you want to use your two, I've, I will, I will under my ruling, I will label it as one since I've never. So I will, I will keep it as one, and I would like do another one for NBA Jam. I feel like that would be more coins to spread around. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so there you go, uh, Justin. Back to you, number three. Uh. So I mean, we can go like full modern, right? As long as it was an arcade first and does not have, it was not a console version put into the arcade. Right. Okay. So just because it's one that I like can't actually own myself, and it would be like in my dream lineup, I gotta go with the uh, Mario Kart like arcade GP two. It's so fun, okay. and every time I see it in an arcade, I have to play it. Okay. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Very, very good. Tyler, your third pick. My third pick is going to be a classic that uh, doesn't have official licensing at this point. X-Men Arcade, mm, uh, the nice. six-player uh, machine. Um, Very nice. Just, that thing's huge. Just playing... Yeah, that one's pretty big. Uh, we played that a whole bunch uh, when we went to the arcades, and uh, it's always a fun time. And also mm-hmm. hearing the dopey back voice acting is also a plus. X-Men, welcome to die! Uh. You know, that whole feel. And of course, the game itself is fun, so, d- yeah. Gotta have that good old game of goodness. Okay. Mm, that's a good one. Low. Alright. Let's see here. What should I do next? I'm going to go with a light gun game Ooh. this time. Ooh. Virtual Cop 2. Ah, you Ooh. son of a! Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, fine, fair, fair. Okay, okay. Uh, you still got House of the Dead. You do not. Um. <laughs> I, okay, I guess I should say this since I didn't state it. You do not have to meet the requirement. That is just the amount you can have. So you you don't have to have two fighting games. Yeah. Or you just cannot have more than two. So I I I figured that was. I didn't say it. From say it, kiss it, mm-hmm. ask. Okay, well, number three for me. Well, what's a game that in this? What's a game that's super popular that's still played all over the world to this day that will always draw a crowd, and you'll see some booty shaking regardless. 
Dance Dance Revolution, motherfuckers! Let's go. Yeah, there's a bunch of different ones. The oh, the the original version, the first version. The first version. So I'll I'll just put Dance. I'll put DDR 1.0 just for. So you can label. Specifically, tell me which one you're looking for. Tell me why. It's allowed. Yeah, I was gonna say I have to do some research to find which one because I'm I'm definitely gonna. Mm -hmm. There you go. Okay. All right. Justin, um, back to you. I am going to go with. Uh, see, I have a list in my head. I'm just kind of just like I'm. I'm trying to suss out like order of importance. Like which one's the most likely to be taken. <laughs> um, and I didn't expect X Men to be taken, so that sucks. <laughs> I'm going to go with. As I stall for time. Um, <laughs> first one's been coming to my head. I'll, I'll use my double uh, on the um, Mario Brothers arcade cabinet. Um, so it's got like Mario Brothers versus and um, like the first Mario Brothers game both in them. Nice. Um, and it's just it's just a solid classic. Like I remember. Um, Back when, like, okay. when I was a kid, my mom would go to the uh, laundromat, and while she was doing the laundry, I would play the original Mario Brothers on the arcade cabinet. And it was just such a wholesome experience. Like, I always try to recreate that whenever I can find it. It's actually pretty rare these days to find that cabinet. Tyler, um, my next pick is going to be a light gun uh, game. It's going to be Time Crisis. Ooh, um, very good, that's very usually good. the game that nice. I think of when I think of light gun games. So, yeah, um, that's going to be my pick. Okay, Time Crisis 1, I'm assuming? Yes. Okay, Time Crisis 1. All right, so... Lo, back to you, dog. Let's see. I'm going to go with... Crazy Taxi one, oh, nice. The second one was not in arcades, one. unfortunately. I like the second one better, but Crazy Taxi one still. Better. I was really tempted to pick that one last time, so. It's such a fun like stand-up driving cabinet. It's really cool. Yeah, it's, it's really so good. good. What to do? What to do? What to do? Well. I am going to pick a game that is the first racing game for me. I am going to pick Daytona USA. Hmm. Nice. Classic. A little bit safe, but if I'm going to have a racing game on my arcade scene, it's going to be Daytona! (laughs) Game over, yeah! Exactly. There you go. Daytona (laughs) USA, baby. Okay, so we're at number five. After five, we'll do a quick recap, and then we'll move on. Um, Justin, your fifth pick. So I think I want to do another racing game. Um, but my my first instinct was Cruising USA, because that's a classic. But there's better games in arcade. That's just one I always played on N64. Um, and I really like the ones, like the, the motorcycle games, where you like lean side to side. But I can't think of the names of any of them offhand. I just I really like playing them when I'm in an arcade. So I think just for safety's sake, I'm gonna stick with something I know and say cruise and blast. 
that's the newest okay. in that series. Alright. Okay. Like I said, I, just, I like the games with the peripherals, because you can only play those in arcades. And if we're thinking right. money, <laughs> you gotta have something you can't play at home. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or unless uh, you have the power of the second Saturn! Um, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, your fifth pick. Um, it's gonna be another beat em up, so that's gonna fill up the beat em up quota. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Should have called that one. The arcade version. God damn it! Uh, <laughs> I, I prefer the console version, but just having the novelty of having an arcade Ninja Turtles game would be super dope. Yes. And having four players is even better. It's pretty good. Some of the better ones. Okay. Hmm. Mr. Lowe, what have you got for your fifth pick? Hmm. All right. So. I'm going to complete my first SNK cabinet by adding one more game. Okay. An SNK game. Metal Slug 2. Mm, that's nice. a good one. That's a good one. Eat all the quarters. Yes. <laughs> I remember playing that at the daycare that I went to back as a little baby Big child. child. Okay. Nice. Sick. Okay, so that. Okay. I almost went with X, but 2's just got a special place in my heart, you know? Yeah. Okay. Now, for my fifth pick, I'm going to pick my first fighting game, and there's a lot. There's a lot to choose from, right? And you fuckers mm-hmm. took two of the best ones in MVC1 and MVC2. Um, <laughs> You're too slow. I'm going, to, I'm going to pick one that was notorious for being super loud and will all and, and will attract your attention from no matter where you are in that in that arcade room. I'm picking Killer Instinct. Mm. I knew it. I that, knew it. That cabinet will, will catch your attention. Coming to your home in 1994, only on Ultra 64. <laughs> okay. So there now we're, let's, do, let's do a brief recap of this real quick before we move on. Uh, Justin has picked Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, Miss Pac-Man, Mario Kart Arcade, and uh, the combination of Mario uh, versus Super Mario Brothers and Cruising Blast. Tyler has picked Tekken 3, MVC2, X-Men Arcade, Time Crisis, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game. I just shortened up the TMNT. Lowe has picked the combination of uh, Arrow Fighter, Metal Slug, MVC1, Virtual Cop, and Crazy Taxi. And I have... Donkey Kong, NFL Blitz, DDR 1.0, Daytona USA, and Killer Instinct. So, I won't lie. I'm going to go to Tyler's Arcade, like real, like real talk. I'm go there. <laughs> so far. Yeah, mine's looking pretty hot. It is, yeah. All right. So, let us move on to six. Yeah. Um, I had one of mine, and then I blanked. And it's really making me Uh-oh. mad. I'm trying to find it, but I don't think I'm going to in time for this pick. <laughs> I'm just worried it's going to get picked. Um, because uh, it was a fighting game, and the problem is I have multiple fighting games I could pick, but I don't want to do right, one right now one. because I feel like the one that I'm trying to think of is better. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to waste this, the last slot. But I, I, I got nothing right now. I don't know what what happened. Um. So I guess I will just 
sit on it for a minute and do um, a beat em up. Uh, okay. Dungeons and Dragons. Um, uh, which was sorry, which was uh, Shadow over Mystaria. Oh, the Capcom that's, one. Okay, yeah, that's the one. Nice. Yeah. that's a good one. That's a good. That one I had never heard of until I put it on the cabinet. I'm like, this game is awesome. And I ran through it with my brother for a while that's in co-op, and I'm like, oh, cool. Yes, that's one of those ones you don't see often, but when you see it in the arcade, you have to right. play that shit. You have to. I'm trying to get the rare picks, you know, the stuff you aren't going to get. Yeah. Yeah, this is what exactly, you would do well in Portland. Yeah, exactly. It's the arcade. <laughs> oh my god, let's go to Justin's arcade cabinet. We can go play Shadow of D&D Shadow of Star. Why am I a valley girl who lives in Portland? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I don't can know see Fred Armisen saying that shit. I don't shit. know what a Portland person sounds like. I apologize. <laughs> Tyler, number six. Uh, speaking of rare picks... This is going to be a platformer you may or may not have heard of, uh, though it does involve a well-known property. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. No. It is going to be Sega Sonic the Hedgehog. I, their pick. I have to do some research on this because um, this did come out in America and Europe. I thought it was Japan only for some mm. time, but mm. it did come out here, so there it is. Um, just having a novelty of having a Sonic game in an arcade and one that we never got on consoles, and something that you probably never heard of until you picked up Sonic Mania Plus. So, yeah, there's that. That's number six. Okay. Very nice. Lo, you're next. So, I haven't done a beat-em-up yet, and this is one that I only played a handful of times in the actual arcade, but when I did, it was a lot of fun. I'm going to go with Alien vs. Predator. No! No! Why? <laughs> I was a... <laughs> Yeah, that one's mean. It's like the best. It's the best one. Why play Final Fight when you can play that? God damn. Good shit. X Men was taken. Ninja Turtles was taken. Dungeons and Dragons taken. It was the last one I had. Final Fight's like. What about me? I mean, I love Final Fight, but those ones are so much better. Okay. I'm gonna pick a light gun. House of the Dead. Called it. Solid. Someday. It's gotta be that one. Will like, come. It's gotta be Farewell, that one. Friends. I have to put that in there. Just like Don't G. Just me. like G did. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Back to you, Justin. Okay. So, what was your? What was, I guess don't say it because one of us might steal it. What? Oh, wait, you can't pick any more fighting games. What was your fighting game pick? No, this is my fighting game pick. Oh, you are picking it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I remembered it while uh, Tyler was talking about, like, well-known characters. Um, Mega Man 2, The Power Fighters. Oh, nice. Ah! Nice. Yes, good yeah. one. It's one of my favorites. That's a really good one. That one's a lot of fun. Because I knew it was something iconic. It was kind of mad. I just I blanked in the moment. Okay, that's really good. That's another one I didn't know about until I found a. Uh, um, it was like one of those multi cabs at a barcade that just had like a ton of games in it, and I was scrolling through trying to find something I recognized. I'm like, wait, Mega Man in an arcade? <laughs> and I fell in love. Yep. I wish we got an X version. I know. It would have been so dope to have an X version of that. For they sure. kind of did that with the Mega Man X collection where you can like fight random bosses together, but it's not the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It isn't. 
But yeah, now I'm out of fighting games. Um, this is going to be a Sega Saturn Classic that was on arcade first. Sega Rally mm. Championship 1995. Very That's nice. going to be my first racing game. Nice. Solid series, solid series. Okay. Mr. Daniels. All right. Um, I'm going to pick my last fighting game. Um, just going along with the SNK quarter munching mentality. King of Fighters 97. Hmm. Nice. That's, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. You'll never get past Orochi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll never get <laughs> You should have picked 2000 if hey, you wanted Mr. that. Hey, Mr. can't be this game. Well, you better get good, mm-hmm. kid. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That was my first King of Fighters, actually, and I was like, whoa, there's a lot of characters in this game. Wow, these sprites are beautiful. Wow, this boss fucking (laughs) sucks. (laughs) Yeah, right. Welcome to SNK, bosses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I had to think about this one for a lot, a lot. You know, like, what what kind of arcade games? What what would be... This is going to be my attraction one. Star Wars Arcade. Hmm. Nice. Which one? Okay. You sit. Okay. The one where you sit in the cockpit and you basically play through the 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 uh, like the, the 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 starfighter battles and then you fight Darth Vader in like in between sections. Okay. I don't know what you would classify that, that as, but uh, that's going to be like, oh shit, he has Star Wars arcade. Let's go over there. There you go. So Star Wars arcade. All right, we're down to our last couple. Yeah. Yeah. Justin, back to you, buddy. I want to get a platformer in here, but, like, they're not terribly common in arcades. Because a lot of them, like, are, you know, other genres, like beat-em-ups, puzzlers that, like, are kind of platform-related. Because, you know, I did Mario already. That's one. But I wanted to put another platformer in there. But in the meantime, um, I will do my Dance Dance Revolution. Um, I'm basically just going with the most recent one. Dance Dance Revolution A20. Okay, cool. It's not glamorous, but I wanted to get DDR in there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Tyler. Uh, I'm just going to keep it simple. I'm going to go with uh, good old 1981 Mm -hmm. Pac-Man. OG Pac-Man nice. can't, can't beat can't beat the classics, man. Yeah, people always gonna play that game. Okay, and people are shooting up okay. fireworks in city limits. That's cool. Uh oh. <laughs> My dog isn't freaking out yet, so that's a good sign. Yeah, well, it's probably too dry out here to be anybody doing anything. Yeah, to catch on fire. Um. No. What do you got, buddy? All right. So I'm gonna do a rhythm game, and this is actually one I played the crap out of uh, back in the day. Um, it's funny because this particular one, it kind of like moved around town a lot, town a lot. So like one, it's, it started off in like a, a movie theater, like in the lobby and we just played the shit out of it. And then everyone complained that it was too loud. So they turned down the volume on it and then we kept playing it. And then people still thought it was too loud. So they just like got rid of it. And so I was just kind of chasing this game all over the place. DDR max two. Now the mm. reason I chose max two is because again, <clears throat> I, just I have a lot of hours in it, mm-hmm. and I know like the playlist is really good, and it's one that like I really personally like. It's got a good range of just like really cool, easy freestyling yeah. stuff, like you know, spin the disc. But there's also like the crazy shit, like dead end and whatnot. So 
That's what I usually see. I just went with the most modern one, because why not? <laughs> For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to round this up with my final fighting game. A lot to choose from. A lot to choose from. I don't know what's, what's going to draw people in. You know, all this good stuff. Uh, and I'm going to... I already picked one violent series in Killer Instinct. So Justin took you MK3. So I'm going to put MK2 in my damn arcade game. The be- One of the better old school Mortal okay. Kombat. MK2, baby. Let's go. Yeah, for sure. Cool. cool. Can't beat that one. It has reptile in it. That, that makes it that makes it better than UMK than you well actually no it has Feel the power. It has you. <laughs> okay. Penultimate pick Sir Justin. Um Okay, so I'm still going through uh platformers, but I think I'm going to save that. Um Okay. I wanted to get a puzzle game in there and I can't remember what it's called offhand. Um, I would consider it a puzzle game, but I don't know if you do. Um, hold on, I'm trying to find it. It is basically, it's what I have on my arcade cabinet, so I'm just, I, I don't remember the name offhand. I'd have to look it up, but, uh, it's basically one where you, um, play Pong, kind of, but, like, it's fancier. Okay. Um. Okay. Joust? No. <laughs> Are you picking Joust? Uh... There's two of them. Shout out to if you remember Joust. Uh, dang it. Y'all are going too fast. I can't find these in time. Um, <laughs> games like Windjammers, but not Windjammers. That's basically what I'm trying to find. Um, ah, you could just put Windjammers in there. But Windjammers like... I don't want to put Windjammers. I want to put this other thing that I can't find. Uh-oh... Because the problem is, I don't have a backup at the moment. Uh oh. Uh. Actually, that's not bad. There it is. Got it. Uh, wait. Is that it? I think that's it. Uh oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, yes, this is the one. I had to make sure with pictures. Uh, bang bead. Bang bead? Yeah. Not familiar with that one. It's, it's a sequel to battle flip shot. I don't know why they like drastically changed the name. Um, (laughs) but this calls it a block breaking game. It's really not. It's more of like a pong. But in each person's goal are, like, obstacles. So you have to break those before you can get through the goal. But, I don't know, it's really fun. And I've been playing, I, I play it a lot on the arcade. Um, just because it's, it's like, every character kind of has their own, like, special move, and there's a lot of personality to them. And it's just, it's a, it's a cool, like, puzzle, like, kind of quick, you know, two-player game. Um... It's it's kind of like tennis, but I would consider it more of a puzzle game than a than like a sports game. Cool, I'll allow it. Uh, Tyler, nice. penultimate. My penultimate pick is going to be Star Wars Episode One: Racer. Ooh, that is a good That's one. Okay. Uh, okay. <clears throat> All right. Cool. Sir Lowe. Your penultimate pick. Hmm. 
My penultimate pick is going to be one of those games where it's like, how the fuck do you even play this kind of game? I'm going to go with Virtual On Cyber Troopers. Nice. Oh, that game had the twin sticks in the arcade thing. So you actually, basically it's like a mech battle type of game. And you would sit in like a little cockpit thing. You'd have two sticks, kind of like, almost like you're piloting a Gundam sort of, but different combinations of like the sticks did different moves. And it was a very, very, very technical game. And you can only play it if you know what the fuck you're doing. And that's just, honestly, like, that's probably one of those games where, like, I'm probably just going to play it. <laughs> like, wow, Mr. you really did this game. Like, I know. I own this place. Get out of here. <laughs> that's one of those games where I would give, like, kids, like, free credits in it. Because I'm like, all right, mm. give it a shot. Impress me. <laughs> First one's free. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My next one is a personal one. Um because we just celebrated this this person's death uh, fifty or not celebrated but we just acknowledged that this person has been gone for 15 years and I've always wanted to own this arcade cabinet and I told myself if I ever our arcade I would put it in there Michael Jackson's Moonwalker hmm. hell yeah <clears throat> way different from the Genesis game I'll say that for yeah sure. when I saw it I was like this game looks so much better <laughs> So yeah, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Nice. Um, Sick. The the that'll be like my novelty game. Arcade is my showcase. Michael Jackson's my novelty game. I'm like you come in here for the Michael mm-hmm. Jackson baby. Sure. And I'll, I will have a big ass picture of MJ framed. Uh, it, like, like you have to get the... just have just have a standee right next yes. to it. Yes. Take pictures with Michael. Twenty bucks. <laughs> Uh, final pick Justin to round up your arcade yeah no pressure there's actually (laughs) another Star Wars arcade game and I'm trying to find like the name of it because it uses um, it uses just a joystick and like sometimes the missions are um, is is that it is it a Star Wars trilogy that looks like the one um, sometimes the games, sometimes the, the missions are like, you know, move around and shoot. And other times it's like the stick is your lightsaber. And you're like doing lightsaber battles by moving the stick back and forth. And it's actually really cool. Um, but I wasn't totally sure which one it was. I think it's that, I think it's Star Wars Trilogy. Because you, you pick between each movie and then each movie has a set of levels. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm going to round it out with Star Wars Trilogy Arcade. Okay. Nice. I think I should have one, uh, like one of that because I don't know what that 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 would, I guess would be like a light gun game. Like it's a joystick, but kind of it's got it, that. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it doesn't really fit into any other category aside from like action. Mm-hmm. But I was trying okay. to think of something else that like needs a peripheral that I can't you know play at home. Tyler. Okay, uh, so my last pick is going to be the tried-and-true Space Invaders. I was going to pick um, a newer version of Space Invaders I saw in the arcades that was multiplayer and had, like, a big-ass screen, but I couldn't find it anywhere while scouring the internet, so I'll just go with the original for now. Okay. Right on. All right. Lo, what is the final piece? My last pick, I'm going to be... I'm going to be greedy with my last pick. I'm going to go with another quarter mm-hmm. muncher type of game. 
You guys might not have heard of this one, but I ended up, I don't remember exactly where I ended up playing it, but it, it was a lot of fun when I did, but until I realized how long the game was. Um, it's called Magic Sword. Mm. Very, Ooh. like, basic-sounding name, but it's like a side-scroller kind of platforming, almost a little bit of shoot-em-up because you can get different power-ups and things and shoot different, like, magic wave beams from your sword. It's got about, like, 50 mm-hmm. levels in it, so, like, no dumbass kid's ever going to get that far. <laughs> and then when you get to the end, yeah, you can actually game. either choose to become the boss you just beat or destroy the magic orb he was using and destroy evil forever. First time I beat it, I chose to take the orb, and I was like, oh, this is the bad ending. Well, one more, one more around, the, one more around. let's go. Fun fact, that was <laughs> one of my game. alternate yeah. options. I just didn't pick it. <laughs> oh, it's nice, really cool, nice. though. Yeah, I wasn't sure, like, it is a very fun game. Yeah, you get little companion dudes mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and yeah, really cool. Sick. All right. Pretty, pretty good ones. Pretty, pretty good ones. Okay. So the question is, what am I going to round up mine with? Obviously, there's a whole bunch of arcade games to choose from. Out of fighting games, out of out of that stuff. So I can't pick that. Hmm. Whatever shall I pick indeed? Hmm. You know what you're going to pick. Just say <clears> it. Uh, my... You know what? I want to I want to show people that I do remember the old, old school, but the dawn of the arcades. Um... You know, so I am going to pick Galaga to round it up. Nice, Galaga. I was actually considering that one. But Solid I pick for Chase Invaders. Be like, hey, that way we get the old crowd in. You know, the fifty-year-old, soon to be sixty-year-olds. So like, that man's yeah. playing Galaga. Didn't think we noticed, <laughs> but like, we did. It's like some kid walks up to some man, and plays like you're old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, what are you doing here? <laughs> And then he plays, like, a Galaga remade on his phone or something. Yeah, so there you go. Right? <laughs> so let's let's do a recap of arcades, and then after that we will go through and say what our arcade things should be. So if you enter Justin's Arcade World, or not, that's not his name, but enter Justin's Arcade, you will find a Cabinets 4, UMK3, Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, Miss Pac-Man, Mario Kart Arcade, Mario vs. the Super Mario Brothers, Cruising Blast, D&D, Shadow of Mystaria, Mega Man 2, The pa- the Fighters, DDR, A20, Bang Bead, which is the, the, like, the, huh? That's like, and finally, st- move. Bang Bead. It, it's going to be a hit. Trilogy. People are going to be like, what is this? And they're going to do two player on it and just waste coins. I, I promise. Cool. It's basically <laughs> Fancy Pong. Come on. Finally, next, next we got Tyler. Tyler will have Tekken 3. Marvel vs. Capcom 2, X-Men Arcade, Time Crisis, TMNT, Sega Sonic the Hedgehog, Sega Rally, Pac-Man, Star Wars Episode 1 Racer, and Space Invaders. Pretty good. Very good. Solid. Very, I love it. Lol will have Arrow Fighters, Metal Slug, MVC1, Virtua Cop, Crazy Taxi, Alien vs. Predator, KOF 97, the only KOF on this. I'm surprised Tyler did not pick a KOF game. Uh, DDR Max 2, Virtual on Cyber Troopers, rounding it off with Magic Sword. And finally, I will have Donkey Kong. NFL Blitz, DDR, the OG original version, because I'm a cheap motherfucker. <laughs> Daytona USA, Killer Instinct, House of the Dead 2. 
Star Wars The Arcade, Mortal Kombat 2, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, and rounding it off for the old school, for the old people, for the boomers, Galaga. There you go. I think I think overall we have a good variety of arcades and, you know. Um, kind of surprised no one picked Knights of the Round. Yeah. That one beat him up. Yeah. I kind of wish we had 15. Like, we don't have time for 15, but I wish we had 15 because I really yeah. wanted to get Gauntlet in there. But I was like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like people the, the, theoretically yeah. you could do like like a t- we could we could do like an hour stream of this yeah and like and like just draft until we have until an hour is draft Cade yeah exactly uh, that we shoot <laughs> that mm, idea for later maybe uh anyways pocket that moving on now it's time for the naming ceremony Justin I think we all know yours unless you have a different variation yeah I mean I I literally have a name for my arcade it's got a it, it, it's branded across the top. And it's called Zero Coins Arcade. Very good. Which, Very in this case, game. obviously, it's a money-making venture. So it would just be those like those tap cards. Mm-hmm. Like, you wouldn't put coins in. It would be the uh, digital. Yeah. But here, like, my you know my arcade is... It's got a button you push to get more credits. <laughs> credit, 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 credit. Tyler, what is your arcade going to be called? You're probably going to hate me for this because it's a pun. Oh, no. Of course it is. It's going to be called Are You Arcade of the Dark? <laughs> <laughs> wow. There's just no light inside except for the light off the screens. Yeah, pretty much. That's going to be the whole gimmick. Wow. Low. Hmm. Hmm. I'm... Mm-hmm. See, I wanted to originally just go with oh the lowdown, but like no, I know that's lazy. So sticking with my other namesake, partially, I'm gonna go with High Score Heroes. Oh yeah, that's good. Nice. Yeah, that's a pretty sick name. I picture you have like a, like a chalkboard up. Are you a hero, prove it. You you like keep a board up on the on the wall that like has all the high score heroes on it, and you change it out weekly. Top yeah. heroes. Ooh, and whoever's number one, two, and three, as long as they're uncontested week to week, you get like I don't know, like free either free credits, maybe a slice of pizza or something, bag of chips. I don't know. A twenty something a twenty ounce Dr Pepper. <laughs> And your name on the wall. You get one free 20 ounce Dr. Yeah. Pepper. Like, yeah, you kid. You're costing me quarters. So. <laughs> Don't drink it all in one place now. Mine is Iggy's Marvelous Arcade Emporium. Because I love that fucking word, Emporium. Marvelous Arcade Emporium. You need to have a top when you Emporium. walk around oh, yeah. the floor. No, that's, that's my whole thing. <laughs> that, that would be my whole shit. It's like, it's like a... It's we're a gonna big go, purple top hat with stars on it. We're gonna go a jaunt to the past. I would just like I would be dressed up like like basically like knights. That would be the, that would be the uniform mm. for my employees. <laughs> I can see that. Black shit. lights everywhere. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, shit. yeah, right. <laughs> I like how you have Emporium on there because some kids are like, "Fuck, it's an Emporium. Let's go, let's go inside." Exactly. <laughs> and exactly. There you go. So good, good names. I would definitely Great. go to all of them. 
Tyler's might be my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. If you can find your way around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You might yeah. need a flashlight for this. All of a sudden, you just hear Sega's on the hedgehog, and this what the fuck was that? Um, <laughs> all right, so there you go. That was that was a lot of fun. Yeah. That was that was a lot of fun to do, um, including the naming part. That was so, cool. Thank y'all for doing this. Thank y'all for two hundred and fifty episodes. Even though Justin and Lo are the only ones remaining from the original crew, technically, yeah. And I'm just yeah. a guest. <laughs> but hey, it was, it was you know it's cool to bring back an OG, you know. Yeah, it was nice to be back. I only had 50 uh, of these. I fondly remember, uh, you know, sacrificing myself to save the yeah. podcast. So I'm still, I'm glad it's still Check around. out that episode 100. That was, that was it was a wild. Of myself. Yeah, if I remember fine. correctly, I was like on my honeymoon or something. So I just like recorded some voiceover real quick and then Thomas put it out. Like we didn't actually record an episode. It yeah. was just like, it was just a skit. <laughs> it was really weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. It was a lot of fun. And I still remember going to work at 7 a.m. Y'all are on y'all are on my fucking podcast list. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I on my commute. And then I got invited to this shindig. And now I'm the owner. And that's very, still a year later. Still. When a fan becomes the yeah. boss. It's, it's, it's very weird. It sounds, like, it sounds like a manga title. <laughs> my my, my yeah, fan right? is now my fan. boss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming this fall on Crunchyroll. Streaming now. I'm a podcaster, so what? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, I think that's gonna do it though for tonight's episode. We're gonna and we'll be. Uh, this is 250 and more. Hopefully, we'll keep going as long as we can. We'll see. Uh, at least for, we're doing it at least for a fucking year. I paid for the fucking shit yeah. already. We're doing another year. Damn. <laughs> we're paying for. It. I ain't. I ain't not just paying another year of this to not to like. Eh, let's stop. No, you're gonna refund me that money. I'm just kidding. Uh, but. It's still a good time. Mondays are always a good time uh, to come to this because even though Mondays are are technically shitty, uh, they're always a bright spot in the e- into the evening. Uh, but it's running late, so let's go ahead and say our closures and get the hell out of here. Justin, where can the people find you and your PlayStation vlogs? <laughs> you can find me if you look for Zero Score on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, uh, TikTok. Um, I'm still going with my PlayStation randomizer. I didn't talk about it in the game section. Because it's kind of just like an hour per game. Like, it's not... If, if that. Um, but uh, I've got four... Five... I think I just wrote the script for the fifth episode of that. And it's actually been really fun. Um, hmm. I finally found a game I've actually heard of. Even though I hadn't played it yet. <laughs> um, so, yeah. It's been really weird to, like, play these games that I, I didn't know anything about. And some of them are kind of good. Um, and then we are finishing up Metroid Prime on Thursday on this channel uh twitch.tv slash zero score um we're gonna take a bit of a break from metroid prime 2 because my friend just started a new job and he won't have time unfortunately um so i gotta figure out what i'm going to do through july but uh we'll find that out later <laughs> but yeah in the meantime you can always find me here tyler you can follow me on Twitter at Hanks.Ty. Check the pinned tweet to take you to my YouTube channel, home of Tiger Shoes Reviews, where I review old-ass fighting games for your pleasure. I also stream live on Twitch at 11 p.m. Central Standard Time at twitch.tv slash Shoes one I will come back on Tuesday evening since I had to take a week off for personal reasons. Don't want to really mm-hmm. go into that too much. 
Uh, but I will return for Sonic Adventure on that day, yeah. so that's going to be cool. On the cinema shot of side of things, um, we just recorded the final episode for the fighting game portion of our movie retrospective. So by the time the audio version of this episode pops up, we will also upload our review for Mortal Kombat 2021. Let's go ahead and reveal our picks for the next cinema shot, because they're a doozy. Uh, I'll you say yours, I'll say mine. So Tyler, what are right. up to vote for on cinema shot on your end, dog? Um, my personal pick for the next movie series that uh, hopefully we'll be doing. I want to watch some Star Wars movies, man. Uh, we're going to be reviewing all the live-action Star Wars movies that are available to us. It's going to be so tight. that's Star Wars episodes wow. one through nine. Okay, plus Solo, plus Rogue One. So there you go. Yep. Damn. Yeah. If it wins, my pick: all of Studio Ghibli's movies. Oh, jeez. Nice. All yeah. of it? All Damn, prepare to cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if there is, if there's... I'm going to buy a whole box of tissues if that There's only other one for, like, if anything that would, that would rival Star Wars, it'd be the MCU or Studio Ghibli. And I chose Studio Ghibli because I'm in the mm. mood to watch some of those movies. So whichever one you vote for, we will watch and review. Um, so Tough choice. The choice is yours, and yours alone, as Olmec once said. That is, uh, the, and either that way is a hard win. choice. Yeah. Uh, just and but check for t- uh, for those of you watching live at TV to zero score. Uh, that poll will go live tomorrow, uh, and then it'll run for the course. I believe I'm gonna put it for five days, and then by end that that way we can on that by the you'll have an episode uh, soon. Um, low, please. Nah, just follow me on Twitter, Nero the Hero N three R zero T H E H three R zero. Um, I upload videos on YouTube occasionally, but I just I usually post them on Twitter anyway. So if you want to <laughs> follow me on YouTube, I'll just follow me on Twitter, and you'll, I'll eventually link you to it. Um, that said, with the YouTube stuff, it's just kind of very sporadic, and it's going to get even more sporadic because I have a baby on the way. Uh, towards Yo. the end of the month, we're going to be having a baby boy by the name of Jackson, and spelled J-A-X-S-O-N. Yes, we spelled it that way on purpose. She just happened to like the way it's spelled, and it just so happens to also just coincide with MK, mm-hmm. so whatever. <laughs> it works. So yeah, that's where I'm going to be. I'll usually be on mostly just Twitter. I'll probably be spamming pictures of my baby once he comes because I will be more proud of him than anything I've ever been proud of. So. Aw. Nice. Good dad vibes. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I got this cool yeah. hat, too. Yeah. It says dad on it for audio listeners. <laughs> <laughs> and you can follow me at twitter.com slash marvelous for all things related to me. Check there. And I have a special announcement that's going to re- regard to my Twitch. This Sunday on July the 10th, I will be doing a eight hour uh, charity stream for the Lilith Fund. Uh, I will be co-assisted with my good buddy Tyler here. As we are going to be uh, supporting the Lilith Fund, uh, this is in response. I'm going to post a link in the chat room if anybody has questions about the Lilith Fund. Uh, and it's, if, you, if you're not from the U.S. or if you're just not on current events for whatever reason, the United States Supreme Court has overturned, uh, foolishly, Roe versus Wade, basically jeopardizing the health and safety of women all across the United States. Uh, and so, and I've never done a live share stream and I wanted to do something in this cause I was tired. I needed to do something. So me and Tyler and hopefully some other people, uh, for eight hours will be streaming. My goal is of $300. Uh, 
because uh, I, I don't have the biggest community. I wanted to set something realistic that I could probably meet, and so hopefully we can do that um, and um, and smash it. Uh, the, 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 and for those of you who want to know, the Lilith Fund is a Texas-based organization, and their basic goal is to provide financial assistance and emotional support um, for uh, women who need abortions um, through organization and movement building, and they foster a positive culture around abortion, how it's um, not necessarily the easiest choice, but that doesn't mean it uh, it, ha- it has to be a difficult one if a, if a woman ha- chooses to go through that, or unfortunately for medical reasons may have to go through that. Um, considering the state of our, 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 of our country, it's going to be happening with included. I chose this one specifically because the state of Texas, for more than like, has already starting reducing reproductive rights like crazy. Hell, um, not mm. uh, like there's even there's even a law that could be obscured as that like people who donate to abortion funds could be quote unquote put on hit list. Uh, they're still going through that, so we'll see how that happens. But I wanted to do something, and um, I wanted to do something real, uh, that I I wanted to contribute in any way I can. So July tenth. Starting at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, uh, I'll have the full schedule in order of what games we're going to be playing this Wednesday live on my Twitch because I'm kind of still finalizing it based on game length, based on you know I've never done this before. This is a big endeavor, um, uh, so it's it's going to be a whole new thing. Uh, on the stream itself, you, there will be multiple ways to donate. There'll be a bot in chat you can summon. There's going to be a donate link in my description. There's going to be a QR code in the on the screen on the chat. You will have multiple ways. To, to, to donate. If you cannot donate to the Lilith Fund, I completely understand we are living in tough times with the inflation being this high. The biggest thing I ask of you is to spread the word. Uh, this, is, this is an important cost to me because I firmly believe that it is a woman's right to, uh, to, to this kind of safe health care. Uh, the United States government nor any man should have the right to tell a woman, no, you cannot have that because of my religious belief. Um, and if a man thinks he does have that, the right, he should just get a vasectomy. You've got the power. Mm-hmm. And just go to lilithfund.org. Uh, I encourage everybody to support uh, either a national uh, abortion uh, organization or there's probably a local one that needs your assistance as well. Whether it's through money or awareness or support, there's something you can always do. And, I, and like I said, me and Tara will be doing our parts this Sunday. Um, and, uh, and and that will be live all at twitch.tv slash iggy2814. Um, and, and of course, I'll be streaming regularly throughout the week. Nothing else is going to change, but that Sunday will be a 10 a.m. stream for eight hours, roughly give or take. Uh, we're definitely going to go a whole eight, may go nine, depending on how long the last game may or may take us. But uh, that that is that is my goal. Three hundred dollars. I hope to see y'all there uh, again. Uh, thank you for your time. Um, uh, that's going to do it. I apologize for ending somewhat of a neg- on somewhat of a downer note, but it is a very serious topic that is jeopardizing a lot of women in this country uh, and I, I want to get the word out as best as possible uh, thank you for listening and are watching for the special 250th episode of the Charts Like Games cast we will be back next week for 251 until next time guys Salvi numbers until next time guys play on later guys peace